Welcome to the world's most interesting list of guitar solos. This is Light the Sky Podcast. And for those of you joining this very special episode, uh, we are four guys talking music. Chris, Kevin, Alex, and myself, Mark. And what we normally do is we go track by track through some of the greatest discographies ever to grace the, the, uh, the speakers uh, in, our, in our studios. And we debate them, we rate them, we buy, love, terminate, and flush them. And it's a lot of fun. And we've done Pink Floyd, we've done Metallica, we've done Van Halen, and we're currently in the middle of Queen. So if you're interested in any of those bands, yeah, we got a whole backlog of content for you. But tonight we're taking a break with a special, special episode. We're changing up the format this time based on a suggestion from Kevin, um, who maybe is just getting a little too fed up with the whole track by track, album by album thing. And this time we're doing a list of the best guitar solos. This might be the most interesting list you've, you will see. This might be the most enraging list you will see. Get ready for some terminations of some Hendrix or Clapton or whatever. Who knows where we're going with this one because it's going to be different. So, you know, I've seen this list done a thousand times and, you know, um, you know, we're, we're all four of us are guitar players. So it's an interesting perspective, at least, um, I can't speak for everybody, but every, everything but one of my solos I've learned. So maybe it's more of a list of personal opinions on best guitar solos rather than just a laundry list of, you know, the, the, the typical greatest stuff. But, uh, yeah, we'll find out what we're going to do here because, uh, the format of the show is going to be, uh, each of us picked five solos seated from five to one. We're going to play them all. We are going to uh, take it to our Love It or Flush It tournament, and we are going to figure out the top five out of the 20 we've brought to you. Hopefully by the end of the five, we'll have at least what is a very unique list of the Light the Sky five greatest guitar solos. And tonight's episode, tonight's show is actually an idea. Uh, It's Chris's uh, idea and his uh, content. So the... um, the uh, Chris, why don't you tell us about why you picked this idea quickly and fill us in on kind of your your inspiration for this show? Um, well, I was trying to find something that wasn't too kind of where you had to do a lot of research, where you had to really kind of yeah really burn through some mental calories. Um, aside from the difficulty and just picking like your five solos, I mean, it was very difficult, but. Uh, I felt with this one, like, yeah, everything is already there in the back of our brain, you know, and we just had to, we just had to, yeah, just had to kind of sift them out and go through the difficulty of just kind of, yeah, like I said, it's, it's difficult, but it wasn't something, yeah, I felt it was, I don't know, it's got a little bit of a laid back feel to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I felt with all, with all the deep kind of stuff that we've been doing, really kind of researching, especially with Queen that has such a, yeah, such an enormous kind of legacy in history, it was kind of nice just to jump into something that we already really have a strong foundation in and just kind of uh, exposing it to our audience. Sure. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, nothing too uh, elaboratory. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, I just thought it would, yeah, just kind of a, a neat little kind of meat and potatoes discussion. Sure, and it's yeah. definitely good to get out of, we've been, we've done a lot of the UK 1970s and 1980s, and you know, we could pick from any style here, uh, as long as it's a guitar solo, you know, whether or not it's best guitar solo, or favorite guitar solo, or most, you know, um, you know, most uh, personally interesting guitar solo, you know, the, the, the discussion's full open, and it's, it's a, uh, it's a show of... Uh, opinions really so don't get too angry with us if we don't pick the George Harrison solo that you love so much because um, that's just the way it might be so let's find out I don't know and and just to preface too nobody knows anybody's 
other picks. Um, so this is going to be interesting. We're going to be revealing them to each other for the first time. So uh, it might get a little nasty, but uh, <laughs> let's stick with us. And we are going to start out tonight, the host of tonight's idea, at least. Chris, your number five seed. Tell us a okay. little, little bit about this one. Um, it was kind of funny because initially this was a last minute change that I made last night after it was funny. I was sitting in bed. I'm like, you know what? The original one I had, the one that I sent to, uh, uh, to Jen. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? That's, I don't know if that's a, it was a Black Sabbath song. And I'm like, you know what? That solo on its own doesn't really, it, it really relies on the whole composition. So then I was thinking, going through my mental Rolodex and I'm like, you know, there is, uh, what's something that kind of really, to give a good kind of balance to like to all of our five, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go for the, because it's very obvious. I mean, uh, and easy to go for rock, which of course the most of mine is. But I went for something a little jazzy, uh, something I remember. Uh, uh, again, Mark, you were talking about how much music you found on Sirius XM, and this was a song that I found on there on Watercolors, uh, a jazz uh, uh, ensemble. Um, I think they're from Pennsylvania, called the Rippingtons. Uh, very nice kind of, they've almost, it's funny with how much crap we give Yacht Rock. I don't know. It, I don't know. It, it has a little bit of that feel, but man, this, this, there's this, again, the solo that I'm going to have uh, Kevin queue up. Uh, it just, it just drips with feel. Uh, if I have one quip, it, it is a little clean and overproduced, but just the way that he plays it is just one of the, I'm surprised I forgot about it. And when I did, I've been listening to it on loop all day. Sure. I just love how they do it. It's, uh, uh, well, what's yeah, the guitarist of the group uh, again? Uh, the Rippingtons. I can't remember the uh, uh, the name of the guitar player. Uh, it, it, I know he's, I think, the one sole, I think, guy in the band. It's another band with a lot of t- turnover. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, again, I just remember hearing this and going, like, that's really neat. It kind of, it's funny, it reminds me of, like, it's the perfect, like, kind of guitar playing, like, for your dad's rig. Like, you got the, for our guitar player list, uh, the listeners out there like the perfect car jc 120 kind of sure a lot of very unique kind of very acoustic sounding soloing and then uh some very clean uh i don't know almost like like a sure like guitar like that kind of yeah, let's, uh, it's let's got take a, a You're building this up, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's really yeah. It's it's because it's not it's it's, it's it, I, I want to preface yeah. It's not yeah your typical kind of um, most people don't know, and that's why I wanted to kind of um, uh, kind of introduce it to people.
just just makes you want to stop and have a hot dog down on the uh, yeah, right on the boardwalk. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. It, again, it's a. I always love a good like Fender solo where it's not just this over process kind of gainy kind of. And like I said, it is pretty clean. It is pretty. There's a production to it that makes it a little. But I just love the yeah. Just the it's just got this muscle to it. Yeah, we're sure very unique. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, yeah North Shore by uh, the Rippingtons. Um, yeah, so if you want to check out the whole song, yeah, there's a really cool. Even the, the, I would have liked to have played the beginning, but uh, but that solo though is, yeah, that just uh, I guess it rips. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, what do you got? What's your number five seed? No, my actual number five solo uh, might raise some eyebrows. I do not know, but it is uh, best I can uh, by Queensrÿche, Chris DeGarmo on the guitar. <laughs> Why did I choose this solo? <laughs> Are you ex- going to explain why? Yes, I am going to explain why I chose this solo. Um, so many things came together for me in this solo, and this is a solo I learned to appreciate over time. Uh, one of the things that uh, a soloing over 7-8 is not a particularly big deal. A lot of people can do it. But making Ooh, it sound you're not the cool. only one with a solo over seven eight. Yes, yeah. <laughs> see, a lot of people can do it, but making making it sound cool is something else entirely. Making it sound without just being like, oh yeah, this is in seven eight. Um, in this particular solo, I actually had to pay attention because I'm usually so just engrossed in what's going on that it sounds effortless. Not only that, but bringing in a touch of wah. A touch of the soaring guitar solo. Um, I love guitar solos that uh, change over so you have two sections to them. You definitely have that in this. So you go from that harder rock section into that keyboard section, and suddenly you just like it makes you want to put your fist in the air. You're just like, yes, when that, that second section comes in. It's an understated and I feel a little bit of underappreciated solo um, and, and something different for this band who is known for a, a lot more dual guitar solos overall. I like sure. that little bit of wah there. Actually, it was not yeah, overdone. just a That's little bit. Yeah, like great yeah. bombs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, uh, no, no, Kirk. Uh, yeah, over. Uh, just doesn't stand on a wah. Pedal, just right, yeah. <laughs> uses it appropriately. Yeah. Probably my favorite Queensrÿche song, so I can't, uh, I can't argue with that. Okay. Yeah. Well, Alex, what do you got? What's your five seed? Yeah, so I guess let me preface. This was extremely hard to to narrow this down to five and i still don't think this is a definitive list this is kind of just what i was feeling throughout the week uh, i mean i even had a, a last minute 11th hour pick while, while i was laying in bed last night trying to figure out what my fifth pick was going to be <laughs> everybody's uh, putting in the work for this it, it, well, it was tough <laughs> at the it was tough i i had sweating I, bullets I, 
I had four or five of my picks for about a good week. Um, some I wanted to pick that might not be uh, totally ex- uh, expected. Some there may be a few in here that are known great guitar solos that probably do make a top list. Um, one is definitely by a band we already covered on the show. I was debating on picking a song by a band. Yeah, by a band that we covered, but a song that we didn't cover. But I was kind of talking to Kevin about it throughout the week, and he mentioned he might pick it. I don't know if it's on his list, <laughs> but but no, no, no. But he he didn't know what my uh, second yeah, option was going to yeah. be, and I actually ended up going with the second option. So if you've listened to a past episode, you'll hear it again. But I truly think it's one of his best solos ever. But uh, anyway. Uh, my first solo uh, by a guitar player that I don't think a lot of people really know who he is or his name. People know the song because it's a one-hit wonder, uh, known for more of a pop rock hit, but truly one of the greatest guitar solos ever uh, by a guy named Burton Avery, Avere, a guy I don't really know. You probably don't know the name, but you know the song. This is the guitar solo for the Nax My Sharona. I think we have found the midpoint between C.C. DeVille and Chuck Berry. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a good way to put it. There's like, definitely some of those C.C. DeVille's where he's throwing the pinky in there. Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, that's kind of neat. Yeah. As far as where you got this very tasteful shredding and like a post punk kind of, yeah, yeah. Where, it, where it makes that's it more strong, unique. Yeah. That's it's, a strong it's, five seed, gotta say. Yeah. Well, and that's why I picked it because I feel like a lot of people you know, know the song and I've actually never listened to the full get the knack record. And I know it's, it's definitely got its cult fans, but I mean, I think it's fair to say they are kind of considered a one hit wonder. Um, so I kind of wanted to pick something that like I didn't, I had to look up who this guitar player was. I didn't know anybody in the band. 
but I'm like, I, I've always heard that solo, and I'm pretty sure from what mm. I remember, it could be wrong, but since it's kind of a long solo, I feel like when you listen to that on rock radio, they cut it in half, and you don't really hear the C.C. DeVille part. You guys know what that part is. but yeah. For the people that maybe don't know the C.C. DeVille part. <laughs> but yeah, Not it's like, it just, it's just, it's such a clean solo. He, he flips onto the neck pickup. It's just creamy and buttery. And I can just imagine him just in the studio, just everybody just keep going, keep going. Yeah. Just yeah. nailing it. And there's a couple parts at the very end where it's maybe like a little sloppy where he's trying to fall back into it, but the bends are great. Uh, so yeah, from a, from a guy that probably not a lot of people know, what a solo. So there you go. Yeah, I Sounds agree. good. All right, my number five seed. I guess I will also start out with some of the ones that didn't make the cut for whatever reason. Um, I always, uh, it would be, uh, I'd be remiss to not mention Steve Howe from Yes. Always been a big Yes fan, thanks to uh, our dad, Kevin and I's dad. Um, yeah, Siberian, Siberian Katru off of the Close to the Edge album, I think would be my pick from there. Although at that mm-hmm. point, Yes, especially on Close to the Edge, is just such a unit. Um, and it's just hard to single out Steve Howe as an actual guitar solo, even in that outro. There's so much going on. That record is a 10 of 10 for me. It's one of my three 10 of 10 records. It's hard to just single that one out for a solo. Um, you know, Dire Straits, Sultan of String, uh, Swing, Jeff Beck, People Get Ready, you know, kind of the same thing in, in themselves in that they're great solos, but they're more like, you know, intertwined with the whole song. Um, uh, you know, I, is a uh, Deep Purple, Richie Blackmore on uh, Highway Star. That's a classic, but maybe oh, yeah. a little bit less impressive by modern standards. Um, I always like Brian Setzer's Sleepwalk. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a fun one, but um, maybe not too original. Why wouldn't you, why would you go to Brian Setzer and not to Chuck Berry, for example? Um, and another one, uh, Rush, Bravado, Alex Lifeson. Uh, always been a favorite mm-hmm. solo of mine. Um, solo. I know the guy's so underrated, he's overrated, but uh, he j- that solo <laughs> just fits the song so well, but I don't think anybody's picking up the guitar to learn Bravado by Rush. But what they might be picking up the guitar to learn, uh, because I picked up the guitar to learn this, this is a solo that I have learned, I have struggled with, I have tried, I have made it sometimes, but, uh, well, I've always fallen back on uh, this one here. My number five seed is an excerpt from the, uh, it's the live excerpt, I suppose, the performance excerpt from Marco Sfogli, an Italian guitarist, Still Hurts.
man, the way yeah. he can just effortlessly switch from uh, from just shredding to melodic to solo lines to blues, yeah. it's unreal. And I just love from a modern guitarist that he just doesn't shred all the time. He will much more lean into melodic lines. And right. his phrasing is impeccable. His sense of turning a line inside out and making it just come together. And and just it's just like he shreds only just to prove that he can. And then it's just I'll just drift back into the, the, the melodic, you know, almost lines that you can sing. And I just want to play that one excerpt again, just the way he switches just from that that tapping part, which, you know, normally I hate that kind of stuff. But like it just it's just it's so smooth. This is the transition for it. I mean, that's just yeah. a master class in melody. I got to <laughs> say, I, I, I'm like, honestly, I, I'm kind of over the sweeping. I never was a big sweeping guy, but yeah, I'll give that props how smooth that is. And I liked when the harmonies came in about halfway through. Mm -hmm. I heard some harmony guitars coming in. That was right. pretty good. There was yeah. some good chord playing, too, where he was soloing over some of those really nice kind of very filling power chords. And yeah. I... I and I also have to say, I like, because uh, I know in rock music, I mean, a lot of players are afraid of using the neck pickup, and I love it when guys know how to play the neck pickup you know, right. mm -hmm. under high gain. Because it can, like I said, in, like, in my first choice, I mean, it's there's gain on it, but it's very tasteful. It's very kind of, yeah, they, there's not too much in there, but it's still very, it's got a lot of weight to it. Sure. And, you know, it, it's so refreshing yeah. to hear a modern guitar virtuoso who, you know, it's they're either, there's two camps. There's the YouTube shredder slash genter. And then there's the blues, blues, blues guy that's just mm -hmm. wailing in CME all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and so it, here you have Svogli who can do it all. Like he can, and he can just move between them without effort. I love it. So right. that's my number five yeah. seed. All right. Chris, number four. Are we going to improve this round or let's see? Was our five, were our five seeds pretty strong? I think right. there were some good picks so far. You know, it's funny. I forgot to mention my just quick uh, some honorable mentions that were really hard to. Uh, yeah, but I had to unfortunately uh, kind of push them out a little bit. Uh, yeah, one was uh, Ka uh, what was a Cafo from uh, Animals as Leaders. There's a solo he does in there that's very similar to the one you just played, Mark. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I know Tosin Abasi is very underrated, but uh, uh, yeah, but he's got some really cool lead lines when he uh, when he knows how to push it. So that's one our listeners can check out. Uh, and then the other two are. Uh, the uh, the the lead solo in Cemetery Gates from Pantera, mm -hmm. uh, which is just a uh, yeah. yeah, that's just such a great uh, uh, yeah, very again very melodic uh, for a band that was getting yeah kind of into the, uh, stepping into their heavy phase yeah that was just a great uh, and the last one uh, I know was a little unusual um, it was of course Jimi Hendrix uh, the, the off of uh, the title track from Are You Experienced the reverse guitar solo where he re reverses the track. Uh, it's not very sophisticated, but it just fits that time so perfectly. But uh, I'm sure a lot of people know that one. But if you don't, you can check it out. But yeah, sure. so for my yeah, so for my next one, um, again, uh, I think I've said for people who follow the show that uh, uh, over the last couple of years, uh, yeah, the synth rock, synth wave genre is something I've really gotten into, and uh, I love Here comes some gunship. No, there's no gunship. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, to, 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 not not to piss off our gunship uh, listeners any more than we have already. <laughs> but this uh, one's for Kat Von D. Right. Uh, but uh, I, I I love yeah when a lot of these when they when you find guitar or a guitarist in the genre that, re that really knows how to yeah kind of bring the kind of the muscle 
not always sophist- uh, sophisticated or noodly or whatever, but sometimes it's just the weight. It's just like where every note kind of just hits its mark. Uh, and there's, yeah, this band, um, I believe they're British, uh, Le Brock. Um, well, I know that. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Call Me, which is just, uh, some people might find it too, kind of, but it's just a massive synth track. It just got, you know, where they just, it's probably got my favorite synth patch on it, where it just really, it's not tinny, it just fills you up. But that end solo is just, uh, yeah, some people might say it's got too much kind of stuff go- uh, on top of it, but I just, it's just like a big juicy Sunday. Are we ready? (laughs) There we go. Why? Like I said, I I don't know. I I know some people probably hate only uh, the end of a like vice that. episode. Yeah. But it just yeah, I know some people might complain. Well, there's too much as far as the reverb and the production. But I just I don't. Know, maybe it's just because I've gotten it. so much into. It. I know it's great. It's 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 just and it's funny for a guy uh, like me. I mean, I play a lot of lead guitar. Um, I more impro- improvisational. But uh, uh, I would say that uh, not to put myself down. That as far as interpreting solos, I always it's not my strong suit. But this was one where I got it. Yeah, where I where I figured it out. Uh, I mean, the end part where he really really start shredding i mean sometimes i have to kind of kind of do as the best i can with that but but this is one where i kind of i could hear it i could really get into it which i think is for me especially nowadays with so uh, in the modern era as far as finding a guitar solo that, that really makes you want to you can remember you can hear it and it stays with you this was one of those that i just haven't been able to whenever i put it on i just get into that mode where i just want to pick up like one of my les pauls or whatever and just start. that's a good qualifier for a, a guitar solo does it make you want to pick up the axe swing it, did, it on yeah. plug it yeah. in and, and, you, just and you play it like i said you play it and you get through and you're like yeah like that's, like, that's like, i got it yeah it's like, <laughs> it it, but well, it sounds good it and, and it's and it just has it just it just yeah it just drips with yeah just swagger and yeah and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's oh, one yeah. of those vocal solos so yeah sure <laughs> Kevin, your number four pick. My number four. I like solos that kick the door down. Um, I'm a big (laughs) fan of when a guitarist kicks the door down. And this guitarist is not necessarily known for doing that. Don't tell me you picked uh, Dream Warriors by Dokken, where he literally kicks the door down in the music video. (laughs) No, not literally kicks the door down. But this is another day.
Man. I had an honorable mention. If if nobody was gonna pick some JP, I was about to do it, and you did it. I did. Well, this is the thing. I was I was going through and thinking about this, man. Like, ah, and then I remembered, you know. And this is going to make probably Dream Theater fans laugh that I picked maybe the wussiest song on Images and Words. But I like a good oh, ballad incredible. solo. And yeah, it's such yeah. a great it solo. It, it has everything you need. It's got the huge bend to start the solo. Kicks yeah. the door down when the yeah. band comes in. Just enough shredding. And I honestly prefer his earlier work. Um, this is maybe... Uh, in my opinion, before it got too clinical and a little oh, bit like, so much better. yes, so much better. like, and like now, like, yeah, he's a little bit like, uh, I won't say YouTube shredder, but he kind of inspired that uh, in, in a way. But man, there's just, there's just a raw, there's like a raw feeling to this youth to it. And just that, that, that line down and in, in when it goes back into the vocals, I don't know what's going on there. And I, and I've tried to figure it out many times and it's just oh man it gets you going and and it yeah. gets the the blood going and the solo that gets the blood going is is it's top notch kind of oh yes <laughs> don't know that that one totally gets the blood going but we'll debate it later okay. um at, oh yeah i mean that, that shredding part too is a lot of fun to play it's pretty pretty easy it's a lot easier than it sounds right. um alex your number four seed yeah, so like I mentioned, uh, this is going to be a song that we already covered on the show, but, uh, and you guys might be kind of know where I'm going here, I'm going to pick a solo from a song that Mark was not there for on this episode. So, I do I know what this one is? No, nope, same album. But yes, one of, I mean, the man who inspired me to get a guitar, rest in peace. We covered the whole discography. You know, I could have picked any solo. I, I love the whole catalog. But I wanted to maybe pick something towards the end of his career that I think is still incredible. I think it's one of his best solos. It has everything that he does well in it. Uh, you know, it. It starts off kind of slow. It's a journey. It, it, it's like a mount. It like it climbs up a peak, and right when it hits the very end, he gets his ta- his signature tapping in there. And I think the thing that does it so well is the humongous chords that he plays right at the very end before it goes down to the quiet little uh, kind of ad lib <laughs> part. So uh, yeah, could have picked anything, but I wanted to pick something that I don't know. Maybe diehard Van Halen fans might not have listened this far into the catalog, and I think they should. So uh, my fourth pick, or I guess my second to last pick, is going to be Blood and Fire by Van Halen off A Different Kind of Truth. Say it, miss. Say it like a mean.
I just I ha- I just laugh. I just like that is a solo that I just I just I get chills and I just laugh. It starts off so beautifully. He's got his signature tapping. He's got his dive bombs. He's got his uh, harmonic tapping. And he's got his trem picking. It's like everything is in there. I love his octave work where he starts kind of really sliding up on the octaves. Tone is huge. It helps when Wolfie is, you know, kind of, uh, what's the word that you call uh, used for Supporting? it? Supporting. No, vamping. It's kind of vamping behind him, doing some lead lines behind him, and that guitar tone is just monstrous. Yeah, I mean yep. the production is a little little uh, compressed on that, but you know it works. So yeah, uh, yeah I had to I had to pick that one, and uh, you know represent Great. a little late era Ed. Yeah, and that's yeah. the kind of solo too, especially when it came out in 2012. Um, that's the kind of thing that I could just imagine because, you know, like we're talking about guitar solos and, and maybe I'll make the argument and maybe going too far with it, but the guitar is kind of dead now, you know, kids aren't picking up the guitar. They want to be YouTube stars. They want to be mumble rappers, whatever. But in 2012, like you hear Eddie breaking that out. I feel like that's the kind of solo that would inspire a new generation of guitarists. Like what's going on over there? You know what? That's, that's good stuff. Like and I, just, the way he breaks out that solo, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. I, you're not too. Because it is. I mean, that tone is massive. There was one thing about that solo, though, that I can't help but not kind of be a little bit critical of that. Oh, no. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like a 90s sitcom. Yeah, like like intro. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, if it, if well, it was Chris, Chris, we're going to save I, it for the love and Yeah, flush. just save yeah. it, Chris. Save so, it. Yeah, so that's, 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 all, that's all I'm saying right now, but we'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right. Uh, we got a little uh, uh, CSI oh, or whatever in there. Yeah. I'm right, not too yeah. familiar with my 90s sitcoms. I don't know. Yeah. Seinfeld, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but for my no, number no. four <laughs> pick, I am going to step back out of the rock genre completely into the genre of jazz fusion. Uh, This is the one solo on my list that I do not know how to play. I don't know if I will ever know how to play. And one thing I wanted to point out about these jazz fusing guys is that they can bring it every night, any stage, any point in their career. Like there's no embarrassing videos of them 35 years later (laughs) fumbling around the fretboard. Like these guys they improvise. I mean, I, an improvisation is not really a true representation of what they do because everyone has their licks that they lean that they lean sure. on and they bring up all the time. But mm-hmm. this guitarist, uh, he joined a keyboardist, famous keyboardist by the name of Lyle Mays in the mid '80s, and produced under the Pat Metheny Group a series of albums that are uh, exceptionally good and getting better with each album. And I picked this is my live selection. This is uh, Pat Metheny uh, on Minuano 6-8. It is off of the record Last Train Home, which is one of the greatest uh, jazz fusion records, came out in 1987. And this is the live version of Minuano performed in 1998 in California. Thank you. 
You gotta take a breath after that solo. Nice. <laughs> that solo is just it, jazz it's, guitarists it's, are the best. They, I'm glad I'm they, the only they, one they who really didn't throw some. Uh, it's that meme with that thing. guy with his mind exploding. Chris, when you said wow <laughs> at that point when he starts doing those substitutions and just going up and down the neck, yeah. it's just like what's going on here? Yeah, uh, yeah. I wanted <laughs> to you know, say. Yeah, I, I love that about jazz where they do those 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 uh, diminished yeah. substitutions and like those chordal. Like movements where it's just kind of like, are they going to get back into it? And he just eases right back into the chord progression. It's yeah, it's like it's funny. Well, I love I love how like they I, not, you didn't play the whole song, but what I assume is the head of the song they go back into or, or some kind of melody of the song. Yeah, and it just flows right in. The band is not lost. He nope, flows the solo confused. right into it, and yeah. it is just beautiful. Yeah you, would, yeah, you wouldn't be able to survive in a band like that if you're not hitting it every night. But uh, oh, yeah, boy. what I wanted to see imagine living the life of like poison and trying to play in a band like this. Oh, I well, know, yeah, and the but, fact but, that these guys play with such a clean tone, there's no gain to hide behind. No. Yeah. It's like you really got to know your stuff. I will say he. I was watching his hands, and he was kind of in the same area of the fretboard the whole time. I was like, well, is he going to go down to the bottom five frets at all? But still, I mean, I know Pat Metheny. He's fantastic. I took some jazz lessons, and I couldn't do it. And they yeah, really I, are the best guitar players because, like, they just know everything, and yeah. they're underappreciated. Yeah, it's funny. Mm -hmm. I ha I have a jazz box, and I cannot slay it like he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he, he definitely can slay a box. Yeah, yeah, he... Yeah. <laughs> But uh, sure. yeah, it's yeah. No, I, I you know it's funny, and I couldn't help but yeah, in that video uh, that you sent, yeah, how much Pat Metheny looks like a combination between Sammy Hagar and Brian May. Did any of you get that? He definitely has a good look for uh, who he is. He was just like a jazz he's fusion got, guy, but yeah, uh, he's got like Sammy Hagar, and he's, but he's got like the Brian May do. I don't know. Maybe that just it's like it's it's like this crazy like I don't know what it is. He, he's like this. <laughs> this sure. Awesome He's monster, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the guy could look like a toad, and he would still be an incredible Kick guitarist. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's uh, uh, maybe an underrated selection. Maybe you would have rated it higher if we were going no, by like great. pure just genius level. But, uh, you know, it's, it's the kind of solo that you really have to, I guess, um, want to appreciate. Otherwise, it just sounds like elevator music. But there's definitely a lot to dig into in Pat Metheny's playing and his solo records. So that's my four pick. Chris, you have your three pick ready to go. Uh, yeah, all right, we're going to be switching it up quite a bit, but not necessarily. I mean, we're going to be kind of getting into well, the uh, into the kind of the 80s uh, kind of goof genre. I mean, that a lot of people consider <laughs> it, but the, give it up to Mr. Warren D. Martini for giving us one serious oh, moment. Come on, are you about to pick <laughs> mine? Damn it. No, that's why we sent him. Jen checked him. <laughs> What's that? Um, What's yeah, that? if you could... No, did you send them to Jen? Yeah, that was the thing. She was going to uh, cross-check to make sure none of us had a... Uh, she uh, said we were all good. So okay. uh, so maybe it's... Uh, well, there's a lot of great uh, rant, uh, songs, but uh, yeah, saying. Kevin, queue up mine. Yeah, sure, this is, I think it's one of the definitive solos of the, of the scene. What's yeah, the name song? Oh, you want me to name... Uh, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Uh, this is Lay It Down yeah, by Rat.
Okay, well, don't tell me we're yeah. going to have two rat entries on this list. Oh, <laughs> we sure will. Oh, I can't believe that's going to be the one that shows up twice. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, go ahead, Chris. but yeah, the reason I, yeah, I love how you got the one guy in the scene who for that one moment really took it seriously and put out something that, again, you can remember. And again, they kind of can stand up with any anything from that era. Yeah, or even before and after. And I know they kind of got kind of crept on a little bit for just, yeah, I mean, they were, but, but yeah, but when they brought it, I mean, especially Warren, yeah, he, yeah, the guy, the guy had chops, yeah, yeah in, in the right ways. And that solo just, I think, stands out, yeah, amongst the best of that era. Sure. Uh, who's next? Kevin, you're three seed. What do you got? Yeah, uh, this is, might be my least surprising seed of them all, but... Mark likes to talk about solos that make you want to play them, and I have wanted to play this solo for years, and I can't quite say that I can make it all the way through, but I do know all the licks from the solo. Um, putting them all together up to speed cleanly, that's something else um, altogether <laughs> as usual. Yes, absolutely. But that definitely gave me a greater appreciation for this solo um, why is it only in the three seed? Um, I'll get to that after we play Ice Cream Man by Van Halen. Oh man, does that What's just say? make me want to play it? And, and you know what? There, this is the kind of blues I want to hear when I walk into CME. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something, yeah. something that just like super oh, man, high game. What is going on in that room over there? Right. They're not just fumbling and noodling around. That guy knows what he's doing. And I know that it is kind of. There's a lot of your standard kind of blues licks in there, and that's why I slotted it in the three (laughs) spot. But Mm. man, do they all come together at once. And talk about a solo in a cover that makes Mm -hmm. the song your own. And, you know, this is a cover of a song, but I think just everybody's waiting for this part. When when you know it, when you know it's there, you're just, oh, man, you just get into it. That's a good point. Without this solo, what is this song? It's just kind it's, of a, a I would funny say it's nothing, but right. yeah. But it's yeah. and it's sad though. I think for most general like rock fans, I think that people forget about that solo too because you think just the opening, you think this quirky little kind of like uh, I don't know what do you want to call Dave it, Dave uh, and the yeah, it's yeah, and then you yeah. and then you're like, oh wait, there is actually a part in there where it where it fires up, yeah, yeah. But, and it's uh, just yeah, it's just a burner of a solo, and and that makes that song like I ever since Mark, you got Van Halen won the CD. Uh, that solo mm. has captured my ear, and I've never ceased to like it. And it's that's only why the three seed. Yes, and that's what why it's is coming that's, next. That's why it's on my list. Yeah, <laughs> Alex, what's your three seed for uh, tonight? 
All right, well, here it comes. This is going to be the second Warren pick of tonight. <laughs> Boy, Rad has got the three seed on lockdown. Well, well I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Behind Eddie, Warren is my favorite guitar player of the era, of the hair metal genre. Rat might be my favorite hair metal band. And Out of the Cellar might be my favorite hair metal record if you're not counting van halen if you're thinking of bands that kind of took what van halen was doing and did it their own everything from the tones on the record the look of the band the colors the black red yellow white just everything about the band was perfect the the combination of robin crosby and warren d martini just you can go on youtube and you can listen to isolated tracks and how well they work together um there's no denying lay it down is is incredible uh i mean i i, I always go more to the opening riff uh versus the solo uh for more of an iconic moment but the solo is fantastic i'm not going to deny that uh, invasion of your privacy is great but i've always been an out of the cellar guy that's my favorite so I am going to pick uh, not the most popular song on Out of the Cellar, uh, but probably my favorite. Uh, I picked it because, uh, again, Warren's tone, his tone is just incredible. He's just, he's such a badass. Not, not everybody knows who he is. He was quiet. He wasn't a big C.C. DeVille or a, uh, I don't know who else from that era, like really stood out. Like slash. He, well, Slash, but he's one of those guys that you wouldn't really think of because he's mm-hmm. humble, he's quiet. But, I mean, I, I'll take some of his solos over Eddie's solos any day. Just the way he phrases mm-hmm. is so well. He has his style where he'll, uh, his vibrato where he does a thing where he slides his finger uh, like multiple frets to do kind of a shake. So he's not doing so much a bend where he's just bending one note, but he'll kind of do like a horizontal shake. Uh, he That's one of Warren's signature moves. Um, he does it in here. And I just think the journey of this solo is absolutely incredible. The way the solo kind of uh, chords behind the solo start off kind of minor and eerie. And eventually they just perfectly turn into like a poppy part and his bend just glues the two parts together you'll hear it halfway through and then he does this really weird kind of minor minor i don't know what kind of mode it is but the final real fast part he plays before it goes back into the chorus like if i'm playing rhythm guitar behind this the adrenaline is going and this is the song that just (laughs) gets the dopamine going and this is like one of my favorite amped blood going guitar solos ever so this is going to be off out of the cellar you're in trouble
and it just goes right back into that riff. I just he's he's so good. He he plays yeah. <laughs> fast, but none of his stuff is ever annoying. He's got his own style where you could just listen to him and you know it's him. And the right. reason I pick this over some of the later stuff is because that those tones on that first record are so raw. It almost sounds mm-hmm. like he's playing out of like a little combo amp. And I, in a way, I sort of kind of compare it to Tom Schultz, where it has like not so full on like a rock man sound, but it's got like this sort of radio thin sound to yeah. it and it's playing very biting, it, it, though. It's, yeah. it's biting it's got this papery yeah. sound to it and it just that's the thing it's like yeah i can be impressed by guys who can shred and play sweeps and do fast stuff but he just he's so tasteful with his playing he can play fast when he wants but his bends are perfect his tone is great and it's just one of those things where it, it's it's more uh iconic and just you know who it is versus somebody that oh i can just out shred you in any day and uh i you know me mark and chris had the pleasure of seeing them a few years ago fortunately with pretty much the original lineup minus robin yeah. and bobby but it was so great to see them in chicago it was a it was a life-changing show for me unfortunately yeah, War- unfortunately warren and carlos don't play with the band anymore but who knows what will happen uh yeah. the guys they have now are just as good or maybe better but yeah warren i worship he's warren. the og he's the og so, yeah there you go all right uh i am going to give everybody a breath of fresh air from the non-stop hair metal uh, i only have to go back a few years i think everyone knew this was coming this is brian may in queens don't stop me now It's, it's it's good stuff like it, it really is it is you know the 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 way that the mel that just that he brings the energy you know and that the way he keeps going you know you don't have any anybody who can match that tone you know maybe you like the tone maybe you don't but that is a solo for the ages mm-hmm. i love it yeah. so All simple right. i mean it's it's primarily just doing a lot of bends He's not playing a whole lot of notes, but it it just works so well. He's so mm-hmm. crafty. It, it's less is more for Brian. It's great. And the fact that it continues past the designated solo section yeah. just yeah. makes I it. I love and, when that happens. And it's a true solo, too. That's his only moment in the song. And, and right, it, just, yeah. it just shows a, a great use of the guitarist, of his skills, to like have such a legendary guitarist, and you don't use him for most of the song. But when you do use him... Boy, he yeah. brings it. It's like you right. let him you let him out of his cage for a second, and then he goes back yeah. in. Yeah, right. it's it's so hey, there's so much to shine. I mean, I I know maybe we're all a little fed up with Queen at this point, but uh, I can't help but go no, back to that and give that to my number you three know, spot. You know, it's funny. I was gonna text you earlier. I had that the song stuck in my head earlier, where I was actually kind of humming it when we had patience, like in the office. Like I found this. <laughs> I was I was walking like back and forth. I'm like, 
Yeah, maybe. I'm like looking around like, no, who cares? Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy. (laughs) All right. That's our three seeds. Uh, Let's move on. Getting down to the wire here. Uh, Chris, your number two seed for Uh, best guitar solo of all time. It was funny. I was just looking at all the stuff your dad was sending in the uh, in our text conversation and uh there was one he actually threw in there that uh yeah uh, luckily for him yeah i'm going to throw it out there and for alex too uh yeah this is uh uh, what can you say about this uh the one moment as far as what we were talking about earlier as far as alex lifeson being underrated but oh i think i know this one too i believe yeah yeah when he brings it yeah he uh oh yeah this uh i i always considered this this is the the, the moment where Alex brought the sexy into soloing mm-hmm. in, a, in a very mm-hmm. probably during the kind of the peak of their most progressive era. And, uh, it's just, it's just, it's got this vibe. It's almost, yeah, kind of, it's got this big watershed kind of feel to it. Uh, it's, uh, again, especially, I think they played it live once in the three shows. I saw them. I think they brought it out. Uh, luckily they did. Cause I know that was one of the moments I was always waiting for. And uh, yeah, yeah, you got old Rush here uh, with La Via Strangiata. <laughs> okay. play that yeah you gotta leave you gotta play a little bit of that next part yeah just so that's such a that's such a part of the whole and it's weird too it's not that's not quite a riff either it's almost like a part of the solo it's oh. like this weird little oh kind of like don't even, weird... don't even get me don't even get started i was literally playing this song last thursday no i know I it, got, that was I, I got a new amp i was playing some rush and yeah. I can play the majority of the rhythm stuff on this song. Solo is, and yeah, then the once high, yeah. the solo, I just kind of turn my volume knob off and just wait <laughs> <laughs> until uh, I find a part that I can play again. Play again, but yeah, that, uh, yeah. it's just oozing with with feel and like I, I know Mark walked away. This is we yeah, where I said where yeah where there's 
some sexiness in, in Alex's playing. Like there's a lot up until this point and even after there's always a very it's always very good, always very but he uh but this is the part where it sounds where there's like a yeah, I don't know, it's got that yeah, that female yeah, name yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just I, I, yeah. I was I was just reading this yeah. article. I was just reading this article, Chris, maybe you saw this being a, like an ultimate guitar guy, but yeah. Uh apparently Judas Priest toured with Van Halen or sorry, Jesus, with Rush uh back yes, in the Yes, I day. know the article like, you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. So somebody yeah. said, I forgot who it was, maybe it was like the original priest drummer. But he's yes. like, yeah, uh, Alex would have like a whole stack of marshals. Uh, but then the one amp that was actually mic'd up behind his Marshall stacks was like a little Fender twin reverb. Twin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like kind of interesting. It's I wonder what he actually used, used yeah, for this because I mean, yeah, because this is a very so, yeah. It was a three thirty five through this, but him and like Joe Walsh are just the best at doing those atmospheric like, sometimes not even playing for a little while and just letting the song breathe and just those cavernous bends and cries i mean yeah i i can't well, wait till we i can't wait till we cover this band because i'm just gonna gush over the way he builds it up and then he hits that that peak and yeah. it's he oh, almost yes. cranked the gain up a little bit and then just backs yep. right off yeah, where are you gonna go it from here? You know, so good. he doesn't have eleven on his amp. He's got to back yeah. off and build yeah. it up again. But so. this was one of those, yeah, ones that, like even like, like when we first brought it up, that that solo was already like in the two spot. That was already like <laughs> yeah, it, 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 even yeah. If I even had like a top five, that even outside of this discussion, that was always there. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was never was gonna be always the number two. Two, yeah. I w- I wanted to pick an Alex solo, and I'm like. Wow, I don't even know. I was trying to find maybe yeah, some I know. Weird <laughs> 80s stuff like off Power Windows or Grace Under Pressure. Oh yeah, like, I, I, I could have totally ignored it out, but yeah. Here I am picking bravado. One of my favorite song. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Oh. Great right. great choice. Yeah. Kevin, your number two seed getting down to the wire. Who is it? My yeah, my number two seed. You know what I love? I love when a solo can bring the pyrotechnics without being complicated and bring the signature moves without actually doing all that much and just fit right into the song. And we need a little bombastic. You can do it. Um, and in the case, this solo really isn't too hard to play. I, I've learned it once, um, aside from one particular part. Um, it's been a long, long time since I played it. Um, but man, has this solo always inspired me and boy, is it one of the parts just of a number one hit that I just keep wanting to get to and keep waiting. This is a number one hit. This is a number one hit. No, this is not beat it. This is Dirty Diana, Michael Jackson, Steve Stevens on the solo. Um, I do like the middle solo. Steve's got to get in here somewhere. He does. And I do like the little middle solo in there. I'm not going to play that, but I think that sets up the ending solo perfectly. But as you'll hear... The flash pots are going off. The sparks are the flying. Wind machines the wind machine is going. Blast. But it doesn't take all that much. It's it's just a, some some bends, some riffs. But somebody is just digging into the guitar like none other.
That's great. Just you need some, you need some si- in 88 here <laughs> on the radio. You need some signature ray gun in there. J- you know just, it, but it's really not that hard of a solo. It's no. the, that, that one little riff there, but you just... Digging into the guitar and being cool. Solos should be cool, and this one qualifies. Right, I like it. I like how it's. I mean, it's very bright, but it's not tinny though. I mean, it's got the. It's no. kind of weird. It does. It's very unusual. Yeah, it kind of. When he moves it. down on the fretboard, you can hear it's. It almost sounds single coil. It's very yeah, weird yeah. how it's but very got that. Fat, yeah. Yes, and and you're just like, oh man, signature tone, signature moves. What a way to end right, it, uh, it, a solo it, of a signature artist all the way around. Right, it was the almost fact like an that eight- you can bring a number uh, a solo to a number one hit like this, especially from somebody as as big as Michael Jackson. Like that's yeah. an accomplishment. Right. I know Eddie yeah, did it right. first, but but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I didn't think it was part of the single coil. Yeah, it's almost kind of like an '80s version of like uh, like a Hendrix solo, where it's very bright, but it just it's all like there was just a muscle that just yeah some meat to it. it yeah. <laughs> Okay, number two for Alex. What do you have for us? Yeah, so Hendrix has been mentioned a few times already. And uh, before I state what I'm going to, uh, I'm actually going to put this in the chat so you guys can watch it because I think watching it really (laughs) seals the deal. But uh, I am going to put a song by an artist that is very popular, very popular internet persona as well i don't know how familiar you guys are with his catalog Um, i'm gonna switch it up i'm going away from the hard uh, hair metal hard rock and i'm gonna go into a blues territory and my background with this guy um so i remember him coming out on his second record first second record uh and his big song was very much like an acoustic uh song for the ladies i remember seeing him like on morning talk show and like i know my mom liked him and a lot of older women liked him and Uh, i'm like "Ah," i'm like i don't know (laughs) if i can i mean like it's cool but i don't know if it's really my thing like i got like a jack johnson vibe from the guy or something like that i'm like "I i don't know uh and then i got his live album and i am a big live album guy it's a three cd set uh, he does, he opens the show up where he just plays a set of acoustic songs. Then he goes into his trio set where he plays with Steve Jordan on drums, Pino Palladino on bass. Bass plays, you know, about 10 songs or so. And then he'll go and break it into the third part of the set, which is all of his solo songs. I stand by saying this is one of the greatest live albums I have ever heard in my life. Wow hands down one of the greatest live albums ever uh so let me put this in the chat bold statement absolutely (laughs) bold and i will back it up he's still young here he's on top of the world uh you know he's huge now i think there was a couple records here and there once he started getting a little country where i tuned out but i am back in full force uh this is rock this is john mayer (laughs) covering Wait Until Tomorrow by Jimi Hendrix. If you, if anybody doubts John and maybe thinks he's a softy or he's an acoustic guy, you listen to this. No, he's a this monster, guy yeah. is a freaking monster. So please, I'm going to put this in the chat. I'll tell you when to stop, but you guys just got to watch it. And it just, it ties it so well where Pino and Steve are just backing him up and he just goes nuts. So here it is, John Mayer, Wait Until Tomorrow from the live Where the Light Is Live in L.A. live album. Wait 
Yeah, it's just there's just so much like feeling and just ooze, and it just makes you (laughs) it just makes you tense up and just there's just so much feeling to it, and it's just so much soul, and it's the tone is so good. I can't imagine how loud that was. I mean, that's what you get. I would I would have I would have fucking cried if I saw that live. It makes the it makes the hair stand on your neck. Yeah. Yeah, as far as you can see, they they you can see the four of those guys. Are, I think there's yeah, are they a power trio or three? Are the four guys that's the, well, that, that that's the John Mayer trio portion of the set. It is okay. I, yeah. I I didn't. Uh, but yeah, that's when you they that's a classic rock band right there. It was funny. I was kind of nervous for a moment because yeah, the beginning kind of reminded me of Dave Matthews, who I don't totally hate, but I'm like okay. And all of a sudden, all <laughs> I, I don't hate him either. All of a sudden, actually. the energy started, and then the Alex is like, oh, it's like okay, just wait a minute. And then all of a sudden, yeah, there we go. You got the fat uh, Fender I'm solo. I'm not sure. Yeah, and I'm not sure if it's the the way that it was filmed with the camera angles, or if he did this purposely. But I loved when he played with his back turned. Yeah. There's something like yeah. Jim Morrison or Eddie about right. that that's so classic. Yeah. I know that's not a part of the solo but, uh, itself, but it's a part of the performance. So it's part of the attitude. A lot of people, a lot of people forget though. Yeah, that John is a he's a he's a great player, and, I, and sadly he gets overlooked because of like you know, the women he was dating or his very pop True. phase. But yeah, that, that guy can. I mean, hell, I mean, the dad wouldn't have brought him in if they if he wasn't if like if he wasn't ingrained or right or, and or bathed in that genre of uh, yeah kind of classic. Uh, He's yeah. also a guy where I didn't I didn't pick this guy for any of my solos, but a guy I appreciate a lot, maybe for different reasons. But a lot of people go to Jimmy Page. They think the Les Paul, they think the blues, they think the Marshall, they think the big, you know, rock. Mm. The thing that I love about Jimmy Page is his acoustic playing. That's mm-hmm. what does it for me. The weird tunings, coming up with stuff yeah. that you wouldn't think, weird fingerings, not just playing cowboy chords or power chords, playing really weird chords. And John is really good at that too. I mean, he studied, he went to Berkeley. So, I mean, he's a very great musical mind and he can shred the blues like nobody else, very Stevie yeah. Ray Vaughan. But then you, and, and I realize there's a caveat because this is not his song. 
I, I, I realize that. But he does it justice. But he does it he justice, does it justice so, yeah. and he can do yeah. amazingly tasteful yeah. solos on his own stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I recommend it's more of just a, a campaign for this record that if you're on the fence about getting into John or you don't know where to start, I really think you got to start with this record because he does his solo stuff. He does covers. And, you know, he does some Tom Petty. He does this. And uh, he does some real great blues stuff if you're into that. And then he'll end the set with all of his hits. So I, I, I think he's yeah, it's kind fantastic. Of, yeah, he's kind of interesting because he, he's very much kind of, I think, gotten away from like his pop phase. But he hasn't really lost the respect or like the or the notoriety. He's still kind of like when you hear him, like people are like, yeah, that's John Mayer. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it's very interesting you know, that he's kind of he, he kind of walks that fine line mm-hmm. uh, where he's kind of in both worlds. He's like this guy that a lot of people kind of write off, but he's also like for people who know and really kind of pay attention who are really musically inclined like we are yeah kind of know like now this guy i just think or this cat ge- this a, cat can bring it yeah <laughs> i think he's a genius i mean he can play yeah. extremely well and just from yeah. a marketing guy and from an internet personality and stuff and like yeah yeah he had his relationship issues and stuff like that he's not perfect but right. uh, you know he's he's found a way to really just bring in the normies <laughs> to love guitar like he yeah. can really he can re- he can really win over I-, I hate to be like this but like people i don't know i hate to be like about John Mayer no already. just people like people like you know he'll br- he'll bring a freaking you just frat- marry the guy he'll bring it he'll, <laughs> he'll, wow. he'll make he'll make frat bros uh in uh, vineyard vines boys uh appreciate the guitar right. and I boat shoes crowd yeah the Sperry boys so you know I I back him for that he can do it so there you go all right yeah, credit right. given my number two uh solo uh it snuck in there i think everyone saw what that was uh but this is a culmination of one of the greatest guitarists of all times innovation uh this is i think is when he stopped innovating after this um regardless of the later solo that alex picked um you know i would argue that he picked it back up finally after uh, 30 years almost but uh this is 5150 off of van halen's 5150 oh, i knew there was wait something. a minute here's a question though mark oh. yeah Sir, I would like to buy that. I know we're not there yet, no, but I don't care. Break <laughs> Alex, the rules. What, do you, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, so I, I hope you guys don't mind to to do this. Uh, I mean, that was the first Van Halen record I ever fell in love with, so I'm not going to argue with anything. But I appreciate. Going to say a live version. I let me put this in the chat. I've always appreciated this version, and I realized I found the Live Without a Net concert at a very early age. There was a visual. It was very impressionable. But maybe if you guys haven't heard this version, it's different. And I'm just curious on what your take is versus the studio version. So here you go. Right here. That's fine. You'll have to play it for a bit. (laughs) 
pink backlight. Wait till it starts rocking out. I love when Sammy echoes the harmony right here. The one, two, three, four before the blues lick right here. So sick. that's an impressive performance for sure and i definitely would appreciate it going to the show and hearing something different than what's note for note on the record right um i feel like the record version is a better representation of yeah, all of his control. ideas yeah. put together i mean you it's hear eruption in there cohesive, you hear just yeah. jump in there you hear you know it, it's it's all eddie but it's the peak eddie yeah, and right. you know, I know I he. You know, we don't have to argue where he went from here. If he went downhill, sideways, maybe see if Sliggy went uphill. I know Alex picked a later Van Halen solo, uh, but I feel I like this is the culmination of Van Halen. That's my that's yeah, my that's, pick for that. That is one. probably uh, going into that discography. That was a song that I wasn't totally familiar with, but I just but that became like one of the songs from that era that I oh, just yeah. keep gravitating towards because yeah. it's just yeah, it's be- a mus- it's a muscular feel solo, which is which was nice. Yeah, where yeah, where it was kind of up until that point, kind of not that Eddie didn't do great stuff but that was a very unique fat kind of that wasn't really typical of what he was kind of known for as far as the lead playing uh, and i like how he yeah i don't know i can't believe i forgot that well good thing you pointed out because yeah that would have been uh, yeah all right here we go number one guitar number solo one, of one, all time one. chris what is your pick all right well uh since our show is called light the sky yeah there are just again yeah, we talk about kind of these big musical moments. I know necessarily tonight. I mean, some of them aren't necessarily, but they're, but the intent is big. And but with my number one, it, they're definitely a big band. Um, not the most well-known song uh, off of a kind of a record that wasn't was pretty uneven. But yeah, it's a monolith for me. It's the it's the the guitar solo that made me pay attention to good soloing. Um, yeah, from our uh, dear boys Adrian Smith and Dave Murray off of Dance of Death, uh, Passchendaele. I oh, I was not expecting. I was not expecting this, but boy, this, I, I was thinking about. I was thinking oh, about that, this song. Chris. This is my. This is yeah. This is my favorite Maiden song. I mean, this is probably the song that really. Yeah, kind of like. It's funny. Maiden is a band I got into. As far as how I got into the band, it wasn't like a lot of people were like, oh, I got it. I discovered them with like Number of the Beast or Power Slave or whatever. 
Yeah, that later, early 2000s era I was kind of what introduced me. And I just remember hearing this song. It's like 10 minutes long, but man, do they keep it the blood going for 10 minutes. And just that whole... Hey, Kevin, I want you to play that whole part. Yeah, I know sure. there's some singing in it, but you have to you have to play that entire section because that is... Because it goes straight into that vocal section, does it not? Yeah, which is I'm great. Not... It has this connecting oh, thing, man. but then it jumps back, and it's like jumping mountains. It's like this crazy kind of bass jumping... Thing, but man, is it, it it's 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 a journey of epicness. <laughs> uh, let's fire take fire it. It One out. of my favorite maiden songs of all time. It's just, it just, it just grabs you and just takes you on a. It's a journey. Uh, oh yes, yeah. yeah I, I, you know, it's I, a I, real I, yeah. shame that when you and I saw them live, that they play so loud you cannot tell Tear one anything, song yeah. from the next, much less that the was, details. That was a shame from where we were sitting. Yeah, that was not a mm. on top of. Where'd you guys see him? Uh, Tinley Park. Mm. We're pretty yeah. close too. Think it'd be yeah. good. It was terrible. Boy, that just that section in particular. You get the epic vocal soaring by by bruce with the orchestra and then back into another solo there's that's, something that's about that's it that rem- <laughs> yes there's something and i don't know um but i i've kind of I, I, this is going to be really weird to say but taking an interest in world war one over the past few years and the, <laughs> this song yes exactly (laughs) this song something about it just gets you thinking of the rain the mud of that particular battle um and just 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 that time that that era and just the dual guitar attack going on here i mean if it's iron maiden it's got to be a dual guitar attack could be three yannick it sounds like yannick gers is on this record too it might he might be but yeah i might yeah might have misspoke with as far as naming dave and adrian but uh but yeah just the overall presentation it's just it's it's got it. it yeah i don't know what else to say yeah i gotta br- I, I gotta brush up on my 2000s maiden i love the band and i i think i think we should cover them yeah yeah it would be yeah, just good. brave new world good and i know I, to metallica 
I, it's funny, this song, I wish this would have been on Brave New World, which I think if that, if this song would have yeah. been on there, I think that, that would have made Brave New World the best maiden record. I know people drool over the 80s, but I think uh, if they would have supplemented maybe another one song for that one. Cause I it's, Brave, it, that's yeah, a bold also idea has, right there. It also yeah. has, Brave New World also has better production. It does, yeah. Thanks, it's, Steve it, Harris, for ruining Dancing right. of the I, I feel bad. It, it, it's it, it's, it's sad. What is the album man? cover on Dance of the Death? Oh, oh I know. Yeah, that's, look, that there's a whole stories about, about that. that. Look no, that and that's up, the yeah. shame. You but got we're talking like, guitar solos. Yes. But, 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 we're not talking Iron Maiden true. yet. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, album solos are getting a little off base. Right, and that's the shame with this uh, uh, this song just being on a record that was kind of yeah, very uneven and very weird, and then all of a sudden you get this like, wow, like what the... It, yeah, it's an interesting yeah. question, though, as to how much the production can affect a solo, because we've picked some solos so far that have had some... that are known for their productions, so... Yep. Um, you know, Die Another Day, The Rat, you know, Queen, you know, they're all well-produced albums. So uh, Michael Jackson, for sure. So how much of a question will it be? Well, we'll find out. We're almost there. We're almost uh, to the final round of this tournament. But before we're there, Kevin, your number one solo of all time. Yes, um, this is a solo. Well, let me state this about the previous solo. The, previ the previous solos that I picked are all very unique, and I, I like or want to learn and play all of them. But this solo in particular, this if I were to pick one that I wish that I could play like as a guitar <laughs> player and I could just pull out of my pocket whenever I wanted and just be able to play and compose a solo and just come up with and just make the guitar sound however I wanted it to, this would be that solo. And I'm going to pull us out of the 80s into the year... 2015, I believe, if I'm mm. not mistaken on this. Um, this is off of a Stephen Wilson album. The song is Regret Number 9. The guitarist, I hope his, I get his name right, Guthrie Govan. Oh. And oh, wow. boy, yeah, is this one, I, I just want, I yeah, I just want the guitar just like when it's clean, it, it's clean. And when it has to rake and sound dirty, it is. And just let me present this.
funny. It definitely you know, has that Sfogli feel to it. Yeah, I, I can see a little bit of influence there. Yeah. Well, as yeah. someone who has tried to learn this solo before, this is really in the category of unlearnable solos right there with Pat <laughs> Metheny. Yeah. Like, try learning a Pat Metheny solo. Like, you just, it takes <laughs> years. It's so yeah. firmly in their voice. You have to adopt yeah. your voice to theirs. To theirs, yeah. To be yep. able to even approach it. I mean, yes, you can play the notes, but you can't get their phrasing. You can't get the way they attack the string. Right. You know, it's it's it just so separate. It's so uh, separated from a shred solo where you just play the notes, right. or just like a math solo where you know where you just you figure it out and you play it, you perform it. Like this really is just a the guitarist is very um, you know just, just in that mold in that Pat Metheny. Like you have to become them. To play. And, right. and it's it's hilarious because there, there's a video of him playing it in the studio when when they recorded it, and it's just him on like what looks like an American standard Strat with the stickers still on it, wow. and he's just he is just the making tagger on it. Yeah, he's just making the guitar do whatever he wants, he wants. it to, yeah. and that's it. There's nothing like oh you know he's not upset. That's it. American standard Strat. Plug it into the the, the amp. And like that's it, just almost makes you hopeless in a way. Like, oh man, makes you I quit. Yeah, I pick up the guitar, and I, I'm like, oh come on. <laughs> it's like, but this is like that. That this is the mountain that I want to climb. If I want to be a guitar player, I want to yeah. be able to do this. Will I ever be able to? Probably not in my it's, lifetime it's ever. The death but zone this for is most of us. Yeah, this <laughs> is where I aspire to be. And I've yeah. seen that guy. Yeah on youtube like a bunch like on he's a very he's very british he's a very kind of him and like guy yeah him and like you see like you know a lot of the session guys like the marco miniman and the thomas lang for the drummers but like guthrie i've I've seen that guy a lot and i've known he's great but i've never dove in i'm like neither i want i wonder why so many people like rate this guy high he's very intimidating player yeah yeah yeah, if you uh, i've listened to a couple of uh yeah he's very much a virtuoso Uh, i think he's a guy who's pretty much a jack of all trades literally um and uh I th- you know it's funny i think he had a charvel model that was out i think that weird yeah, like all does. like mahogany one yeah yep. which is a great guitar i, I think i yeah. very uh uh but yeah very underrated um i know he's he's got a band i think called what the aristocrats, the aristocrats yeah yeah so uh, and i was i was yeah. trying to pick between this one and the solo on drive home and i ended up going with this one just just because i felt it gave a little bit more uh, drive home i was considering just because of the use of the sustainer i like when guitarists right, yeah. pull technology not technology but like they they pull a trick like oh okay here's something on a guitar i'm going to use it and just use it better than you've ever heard before right. um i ended up going with this one just because of the sheer attitude and and the sound of the guitar and and some of the licks that he plays but um, that was also another one on my list. Okay, Kevin's number one is in Alex, the greatest guitar solo of all time. See, when you preface it like that, it's, it's <laughs> in your world. world. In your well, head. so this is one that I've said to, to other people and, and to myself, and I, I think it still reigns supreme, that if I've ever had to pick a favorite recorded guitar solo that's in a song, kind of like what you were talking about, Mark, with 5150. It's not a live thing where he does an extended version. It's just, it's it's what's on tape. It's what's on the record. That's This is, my, I think, my favorite performance of In a Song. And I'm going to surprise some people because I feel like this guy has a little bit of stigma. Uh, you know, you love him or you hate him. Um, but basically, 
the song is from a singer who's had a very notable career all the way back until the 70s. And he has had the pleasure of working with some of the greatest guitar players ever. And I could have chosen, it might be blasphemous, I mean, I, I could have chosen a guitar solo from some of his earlier uh, guitar players that he's worked with, but uh, I'm actually going to choose one from the 90s, early 90s, 1991. Uh, I'm going to go with Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tears, Zach Wilde. God, I'm slipping. I don't know why I keep, man. What Dear a, Lord. Like, it's what just. a great moment. Yeah. I know. A, how old was he when he recorded that? Uh, or mid 20s. Young enough to make me feel like a failure in life. <laughs> I mean, I think this is pre jacked Zach Wilde. I mean, I think he was still ripped, but he was a little leaner. I mean, this is 91. Less I know, noodly. I, I, I know he uh, he joined on what the No Rest for the Wicker, Wicked EP, I think. He would have would have been his debut, which I think maybe came out like a couple years. I I, I don't remember. This is kind of where Zach starts for me with uh, oh yeah with Ozzy, and and I actually happen to like a lot of songs uh, on this record. But um oh, yeah. yeah, just the pace, the way you know it, I guess just I explain the stigma. People bash on him a lot because he's a big fan of the pinch harmonic. And uh, especially when he's playing older Ozzy songs or the Randy Rhodes stuff or the Tony Iommi stuff. He's, he throws the big chorus pedal on it, right. and he throws a bunch of pinch harmonics, and people just get kind of annoyed by him for doing that. I personally am a fan of it. I love his tone, the Les Paul through the Marshall yeah. and the chorus. It just sounds so huge with the EMGs. Right. I love it. But this solo, I think, is just it's so good because it starts off, you hear these whale sounds going on in the background. I'm not sure, but I feel like that might be him doing that with the volume knob. The single note lines, Randy Castillo just building the drums up, and then just this pentatonic blues shred with the occasional bends that just kind of scream out of the back. Right, yeah. And then his signature like fast line at the very end. It's just, there's so much feeling again. And it's, it's, it's kind of a trend with some of my solos that I've picked where they start off kind of slow, they build up into this big climax at the very end and then go back yeah, into there is, the riff. It's fun. No, there is, there is a trend amongst most. Yeah, there is. Uh, I think you can kind of draw a line through a lot of what we're talking about tonight. Yeah, where there's just that big kind of epic 
the cinematic it is. kind of and, yeah and, and, and which, I, which is my favorite which i love it that's why yeah. a lot of my solos uh, and, that i chose to have <laughs> there, there's no real annoying pinch harmonics in this solo and it's yeah. one of those songs where kind of like uh, maybe what mark was kind of alluding to with the guthrie govan stuff it's like you're never gonna learn that solo like you're it's not mm. doable this one i feel like if you spend enough time with it this is figure atta- it out. this is attainable but it, there's right. just so much feeling and just great licks on it, and it's it, just, you got to just play it carefully and play it right. And I, I think Zach's great. I mean, I don't know if he's my favorite uh, Ozzy guitarist. It's tough, but uh, I think he's fantastic. Okay, so. all right, and Mark. With that my number one guitar solo of all time. It's going to be different from all of you, and I am just going to start out by reading this excerpt here. Musicianship in itself is not interesting, and neither are the technical aspects of creating music. The ideas and visions behind the music are really the only things worthy of in-depth discussions. We've all reached a point where we can pretty much play and sing whatever we want. We don't talk much about chord changes or amplifiers during the recording sessions, but we spend a lot of time discussing Kierkegaard's concept of anxiety, different vintages of sparkling wine, the psycho uh, psychoacoustic aspects of modulation, the innate superiority of women and why a pearl necklace always looks better when whomever wears it where has a bored expression on her face that is a quote from the guitarist of the next track that you are about to hear this is a maximum energy solo that is not a shred solo i love songs that get the blood going this one gets the blood going more than anybody else this is the night flight orchestra and gemini I love nice that song. Pause there. I, I just had to play the rest of the song for you just to give you a sense of the energy that song has and what he brings to a song that is just absolutely firing on all cylinders. It is not a solo that will just blow your brains in the way Pat Metheny will. It will not take you from cliff to cliff uh, with Dave Murray or Zach Wilde or whomever. It's just a solo by somebody who can just rip. He can just walk into the studio. The guy doesn't even have a Wikipedia page on him. The, the project <laughs> is a side project of a European metal band, Soil Work. It yeah. is, you know, I wouldn't even say, you know, I, I, you know it, it's just a solo I love. I don't know what else to say about it's a solo that makes me you hear it and you're like i gotta learn that i gotta learn that solo yep okay What's, is it this david anderson guy is, is that him yeah. okay. david anderson is the quote and when you hear from a guy from you know who, who admits it that a modern musician can really play whatever they want this was released in 2018 i believe wow you know and and it's the, the kind of thing that you, you just listen to and you just say all right you just played something good like you didn't need to show off you didn't need to do any like you didn't need to you know pinch harmonic up the guitar or you know whatever like you didn't need to reinvent something you just wrote a solo that ripped and that's all you need to do in 2018 just give me something good that sounds good 
Oh, okay. Right. That wraps <laughs> That's it up my pick. Nicely. All right. Yeah. Well, here we go. Well, love here, it or flush well, here. it. And now, love it or flush it. All right. So the first song, since this is randomly generated, we're gonna go with Fifty One Fifty by Van Halen. So. Looks like I will go first on that one. Uh, gonna have to give this one a strong love. Uh, one of my favorite Van Halen songs. While I say I more go to the opening riff, and I do like the line without a nut version a little better. <laughs> I, I agree. It's it's a fantastic solo. A lot of great stuff here. There's no getting rid of this thing. Big love for me. Uh, Kev? Uh, gonna give it a huge love as well. Uh. And Chris? Yes, same here. Uh, I probably, if I would have remembered it, I probably would have had it in my yeah top five. But uh, yeah, so I guess I'll just have to give it the love for the, the big love for the moment. All right, okay. bring it on over to another Van Halen track, "Blood and Fire." My pick, late era off different kind of truth. Uh, I will not be going on this one. So let's do Mark. What do you think? Um, I am going to give this a nudge of respect. I love this solo. I feel like in some ways, is it of the era? I don't know. Like it just, it's cool. And I love that Eddie finally came up with something that ripped after how many years of not ripping. Um, it's just 2012, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I feel Van Halen sits more in the ice cream man, 5150 era. That's what I would want to showcase as peak Van Halen, but no disrespect for the solo. So that's why I give it a nudge of respect. Nice. Kev. Yeah. I'm going to be joining Mark on that one. Not that I don't love the solo. I absolutely do. And it's a huge underrated solo, uh, by Eddie. Um, but Gotta nudge something, so this is what it's gonna be. We could do a top five Van Halen solos podcast, really. Yeah, yeah. Right. and like yeah, I yeah. said, I, like I said, I could have picked anything. I, I didn't necessarily pick his his most flashy thing. I'm just like, oh, let's pick a little something different. Maybe stuff. I that, like it. Something that's it's not worthy. everybody knows. So, so I might have been giving the other one you're considering a huge love. Just saying. Oh, I, well, you know what? Okay, I guess we could talk about it now. The other song I was going to pick was the Humans Being solo off the Twister soundtrack, oh. which is a great <laughs> solo. Might have found a buyer and Chris there. I'm more about the riff with that song. Just, that just right. crushes. It's yeah. a great solo, but I listened to them back to back, and, you know, I just I felt like Blood and Fire was, it, it, it packed more into the time that it had. And there was okay. like kind of various solos for human beings, so it was hard to track down which one I liked. Anyway, Chris, what do you think about Blood and Fire? Uh, you're not gonna like me. Um, oh no! It, it, it's I, I know it's, I kind of it's the to sitcom it part the discussion that I, I felt uh, some of the melody in there kind of reminded me of like a uh, like a '90s like teen sitcom. Uh, I love the tone, though. Of course, I mean I love the just the fifty-one fifty is one of my favorite amps, but the solo the, the tone wasn't enough to keep it for me. Uh, though it is. It's fat enough, so I'll just flush it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Sorry about that. Somebody had to do it. Get, it's only track it two. And it's gonna get nasty. It's it, 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 get, it might get a WWE in here. It might get yeah. a little nasty. All right. <laughs> so let's bring it on over to Kev's pick. Dream Theater. Another day. Mark. Uh, nudge. It's a cool solo. I love the the lyrical uh, lines in it. It's just it's just a little too wuss for me. I hate to say <laughs> it. It's just a little wussy and pouty. It's 
Give yeah. it a nudge. I, I'm not gonna do. I I personally like the song, the 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 catchiness of the song. I like that it's a little lighter uh, than more of the metal proggy. Uh, I mean, not that there's no prog in here, but it's definitely more ballady for it's a dream theater song. I like it a lot. Um, I'll, I'll give it a nudge as well, just because I don't really go to the so. I don't think of the solo too much. It is great. It, it's just more like the the rest of the song stands out for me, but I think it's still great. You know, I'm gonna keep it around. So, Chris, um, I vaguely remember it, which I know isn't probably a good sign, but uh, I do remember that kind of the, the, the had that feel that I like in solos. So I'll kind of be with Mark. I'll give it a nudge. It just triple by. Not really, actually, but yeah. All right. Bring it on over to another Van Halen song, and this is going to be, I think, the last one tonight. So that's going to be Ice Cream Man, Mark. Kevin's pick, but Mark. Yeah, this is uh, an easy love. Um, even if it is a little too bluesy for me, again, it's of the era. And, you know, who was not influenced by blues in, you know, Van Halen kind of was the last of that guitarist, and he was the bridge from blues to, I guess, what you would consider the template for 80s type playing. So he had to start there. He didn't finish there, uh, obviously, as you hear with 5150 in the solo. So for that, being so strongly of the air, even if it isn't a personal favorite solo of mine, I have to give it a love. Right. Yeah, I'll agree. Not not one of my favorites. I, I definitely respect it, especially if you guys can, if anybody can watch a video of Eddie playing this, the stretch that he does. Ke- Kevin can comment more on it because he's, oh, he's learned it. But the stretch, <laughs> yes, the stretch. Like I've you, seen him try it. You have to give props to the stretch. He's stretching like, I don't know, seven frets or something like that, trying to play that opening lick. Like I 12 mean, 12 to 19 or something 12 to 19. Like it's, yeah. it's an insane stretch. So yeah, I love it. And, you know, it's the first record, so you got to give it up for that great tone. Um, I, I, I still think I pick Blood and Fire more just because I think it has everything in it. There's not really any tapping going on in the Ice Cream Man. So that's why I'm like, well, here's kind of a compilation of the Eddie tricks in one solo. But, yeah, still going to love it. I, I can't really get rid of any Eddie solo. So, Chris? Uh, yeah, same here. I think it adds a unique flavor to the uh, to a very quirky kind of, yeah, kind of Dave song. <laughs> Um, it is a cover, correct? That's, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. But even with, uh, with the weirdness, the kind of acoustic-y weird kind of, it's nice when Eddie just fires it up right there. And like I said, people forget, I think tend to forget that. And I think it, it adds a really cool kind of character to a very strange song. So yeah, I'll give it a love. All right. Chris's first pick, Iron Maiden, Paskindale. I think I'm saying that right. Paschendale. Yeah. Paschendale. Paschendale. Okay. Excuse me. All right, Mark, what do you think about this one? Uh, it might be a little, um, yeah, maybe I'm not worried, but uh, that Chris might show up at my front door with a bat in 15 minutes. But I'm going to have to flush this one. <laughs> Sorry to flush your number one solo of all time, Chris, but there's just too much noodling going on in Modern Maiden. And I'm, I just really have, I, I just am not a huge fan of their modern uh, solo playing. Um, I would just pick something from Maiden from the uh, Somewhere in Time pro- record, probably. Uh, maybe even like Invis- uh, Infinite Dreams or something as a solo. Mm. But uh, Passchendaele, not doing it for me. Uh, sorry, World War One fans. <laughs> I'm flushing. <you> know, <laughs> fans of World War One. <laughs> <See what> I, <laughs> I, I hate to do See the you same. in the trenches. I hate to do the same thing. This is not a retaliation at any means. And also, it may just be because I didn't, I've never heard the song before. I'll admit it. So I, I deserve to go listen to it like in good quality. It was kind of hard to hear it. I felt like it was kind of 
a little cloudy on my end, so I couldn't hear everything. But it just kind of sounded like, like it, it. It sounded like both guitar players were kind of playing at the same speed and doing the same thing. Like the only thing that really seemed to switch for me was just the guitar tone. Like nobody really played slower and more melodic on one side, and the other guy was blazing. And I'm sure it would help a lot if I listened to the whole song and got yeah, into it's, the it's song. A, it's a long song. Yeah, you got to get is. into that. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. it's a good song. I'm sure yeah, it is. Yeah. No, I'm not denying. I like some late era. Like I like El Dorado for like a late era Maiden song. So it's it's not that. It's just for right now. I'm gonna give it the pass. I'm gonna, but I will go back and listen to it with good headphones and digest the song. So I'm you're sure flushing like it. it for now, yeah, for now. Okay. Oh, flush for now. Okay. Is Chris gonna lend Kevin his rubber glove? Yeah, uh, Chris's Kevin. rubber glove. Yeah, I'm doing it, Chris. I'm backing good. you up right, on this good. one. All right, I'm giving this one a love. This is actually one of the Maiden solo sections I remember um, pretty much out of a lot of them. Um, yeah. I, I will just say it, honestly. There's not a lot of Maiden solos that I remember, um, yeah. even uh, <laughs> even out of the 80s era. Um, but Dude. this is definitely one of them, and this is one of my favorite solo sections they put together. So I'm going to give this a huge love. I'm so glad you pulled this out. I actually yeah. really... I was this was in the back of my mind someplace. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank Good. you very much for doing Absolutely. this. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to go beat the hell out of those guys. <laughs> them walking from their front door to the Give them a, give them a little the taste of World War yeah. One themselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just bring the flamethrower over. Yeah, a little, a little busted kneecap there. Yeah, walking <laughs> yeah. in the front door. <laughs> a little napalm. <laughs> All right. Oh, getting dirty right away. We'll move it on over to my my next pick. Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be John Mayer's cover of Jimi Hendrix's "Wait Until Tomorrow" live. Uh, Mark, start it off. You know, I'm, I'm in a position that we've never been in before. Uh, I am on the edge of a nudge and a love. <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> I mean, I do think this is that that introducing this solo has at least uh, got me interested in hearing more. Um, so I can give it that credit. You know, I don't know if I would go full out a stocks on the rise. I do have a stocks on the rise here that I've never really heard of before. So I guess I just have to give it a nudge. It isn't quite, um, you know, it, it makes me interested for more. I don't quite love it though. I think that it does. I, I can give it another chance. Fair. Okay. Kev. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. Um, pretty much exactly where Mark is. I, I'm not going to go as far as a huge love, but I think it's one of those things that, if you send it to me in like three months, six months, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember this and get totally into it and probably grow over time. So I'm right. going to give it a nudge. Nice. And Chris? Uh, I'll give it a love. Yeah, that uh, I just love those fat uh, strat solos and when they're really kind of in the pocket. Yeah, mm-hmm. So you can't. Uh, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you definitely converted me over. Yeah. There you go. All yeah. right. Let's bring it, bring it over to the first Warren D. Martini pick of tonight. That is Chris's pick with Lay It Down. Mark. Uh I'm having a hard time with this one because I, you know, the Lay It, I'm trying to separate Lay It Down as a song from Lay It Down as a solo. Um, mm-hmm. I do think this is a very, very, very memorable rat solo. Even if it is goofy to be talking about rat here, it definitely is the kind of thing that if you can get past that, Warren D. Martini is definitely worth looking into. So I have to give this one a love. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a love as well. Uh, I mean, I like just, you know, Warren being one of my favorite 80s guitar players. And uh, like I said, I, I more go to the riff. 
opening riff is more there for me, but great solo. So yeah, big love for me. Uh, Kev? Yeah, it's one of those solos where if you say, oh, lay it down solo, I can instantly hear the first note of that mm-hmm. solo. So going to give it a big love. Okay. All right, let's bring it on over to another crisp pick. This is going to be LeBrock's Call Me. Mark. Um, I did like this one a lot. I thought it was a, you know, it's a great outro solo. I know it's not going to win anybody over in terms of just like mainstream popularity. Right. Uh, yeah, I'll be generous. I'll give it a love. I feel like everyone else is not going to be so generous. So I'll start out with the love. I don't know. Hi. It's a cool outro solo. It's, it's good nighttime music. It really is. It's you're, Vice. I like Miami Vice. You're going to be surprised. This is actually one where I didn't know this. And I heard it, and my ears perked up a little bit. So Chris converted me on this one. I'm going to give this one a love as well. Kev. Ah, oh, Chris. Uh, I'm really sorry. It's nothing personal. It was doing so well. So, something's <laughs> gotta got to be teed. Five. Well, this is the something. thing. I honestly... Eh, it's not like it was a bad solo, but I think there are guitar moments in the band itself that I like more, and something's got to be teed. So this is going to be the one. And okay. it, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's not like it right. was bad. <laughs> it's not like it was like bad. You're breaking but, yeah. up with him. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. It's, just, I don't know. it's, it's not you. It's me. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out his reason, but okay. And I, no, I just, because... I do remember listening to one of their other albums and liking different like solos that grabbed me more on, okay. on another one of their albums. If yeah, and if, if, if yeah, if guitars too. on another one of their albums are grabbing me more than this one, and it's okay. already kind of on the four spot, and I have to terminate something, that's what it's gonna be. Wow. Okay. So that that's that's where it came up with. I'm sorry, but I'm glad that. Alex got it out Mark of the way. Yes, yeah. exactly. Woo, everybody else, you still got that bomb hanging yeah, over your yeah, head. It's going to happen. It's going to happen to one of us. All right, yeah, let's move right on over to another Mark pick. This is Marco Sfogli's Still Hurts. I'll be up first. Uh, another guy I was not familiar with. I think actually maybe Mark had mentioned him before. The name sounded familiar, but I've never gone and listened to any of his stuff. Uh I remember it. Uh, I was impressed. Not the biggest sweep guy, but I appreciated the way he was able to transition in and out of it. I did hear a lot of the styles. I, I kind of like maybe we're going to wait until tomorrow is, or it's like, eh, maybe this makes me want to check this guy out a little bit more. So I'm going to give this one a love. Chris. Sorry, Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. Sorry. Kevin, Chris. Kev. Uh, I'm going to give this one um, a big love. I'm glad that this guy showed up on the list someplace. Um, talk about a guitarist that not too many people know about, but should. Um, if there's one thing that's bringing this solo down, it's the only the fact that I've heard Mark attempt to play it 500 <laughs> billion times. Um, but, other, but otherwise, I love this solo. <laughs> nice. Okay, and Chris? Uh, yeah, I think I'll give this a nudge. Uh, yeah, I typically don't jump into this music, uh, uh, as much as the rest of you guys do, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there are moments I like, um, yeah, like the, uh, like the neck pickup soloing. I love it when people know how to do that. Uh, but as far as coming back to it continuously, I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And there's other things that I'll 
uh, yeah, other songs I, I would rather kind of jump to. But uh, I got to give it the respect, though, because yeah, he is an incredible player. Mm-hmm. All right. And we'll bring it on over to a Kev pick. This is going to be Michael Jackson's Dirty Diana with the one, the only Steve Stevens on guitar. Mark. Mm, I hate to do this. It's going to be the <laughs> team. the handle. Oh. This song is so much more about the music video than it is the solo. Like when you just listen to the solo by itself, it's just, eh, that's pretty cool. The Ray Gun's cool. Like, he, you know, he, maybe it bothers me that he plays the same lick twice in a row. I mean, it just, the music video is just mad cool. It is 100%, you know, maybe mm-hmm. if we were doing top five videos of the 80s, that might be a great show. You know, it, this would definitely be a, a, a one or a two seed for me. But uh, on the solo itself, eh, you know, as much as I hate to flush Steve Stevens, who is such a versatile guitarist who gets, you know, not enough respect for being, you know, a flamenco player when he's just seen as this kind of Billy Idol, Michael Jackson guy. Uh, but yeah, that's my reasoning. Yeah, this is about to get blasphemous here, guys. He's uh, going to tee it. Somebody's going to tee it. I love Steve. I, I, I think he's one of the most accomplished guitar players just tee it up <laughs> I, I just don't know why you picked this one because <laughs> after listening to it it's like 90 percent of the guitar solo was the ray gun it's like dude you had all of this chance you're on a michael jackson record this is your chance to really get out there and uh, 90, if you want to play dirty with this it, we're gonna play dirty with this i asked you to tee it up and you started going into this i love steve so you much you always freaking do this to me uh, every single time i'm so done with this uh i think this one's gotta go i'm sorry <laughs> uh, it's, fine. it's gonna be in the uh, negative I know. Oh, no. <laughs> Depending on Chris. Can That's you fine. Whatever. I gave my reasoning that it is what it is. You know, it doesn't always have to be Show about opinions. the. That's whatever. true. I am more. I'm in between, but I'm more towards Kevin's side of it. I, because I, I mean, I love this song. It's probably my favorite Michael Jackson song. Um, and yeah, it's just a, it's a moment that's just all vibe. I mean, it, it maybe it fits the song. Maybe that's what we have to look at. It does. Yeah. Uh, so I gotta, yeah, maybe I will give it a love. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Deny also, the part that I remember right now is it kind of sounded like beat it, and then it was the beat it riff, and then Ray Gun. I gotta yeah. listen to it again. <laughs> it's one of those just, just like video. it's one of those sweaty kind of just on stage and just like yeah, you're. I not, love Steve. Kind of lost in yeah. I love him. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not what typically what he's known for. But no, I, no, I'm gonna. I'm That's gonna why I picked it. That's exactly why I picked it. Because it's like even with a lower score than LeBrock. A guitar. LeBrock. Yeah, nice going, Alex. Um, well, it's just, it disappointed me. Bo- Guitar solo can be flashy without doing a lot. That's yeah. the entire purpose of it. You can yeah. play four or five notes and still like pull it. out the pyrotechnics. Yeah, That's know. fine. That. Whatever. I thought it's, it's all right. can't I wait know. to tee no more tears. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if you would even do that. You that that's just like yeah, why, uh, why would anybody even out. do that? We'll but anyway, why not? Let's, I gotta sleep at night. Come on. <laughs> all right, let's move it on over to Night Flight Orchestra, Mark. Uh, it was cool at the beginning. 
This is getting <laughs> brutal. Care. It was all right. It was right at the beginning, but I'm just like, this is your first pick. <laughs> Alex like, is just wielding the axe for this. I like, <laughs> like it. You know, what? I like the whole the, top I of like the list the cannot beginning. be Van Halen, Van Halen, Van no, Halen. I know. I know that. <laughs> Says who? I know that. <laughs> I know that. It's fine. I don't care. Hey, I, I know. Hey, I can play a solo. I like it. You turn me on to Svogli and Chris turned me on to LeBrock. I'm not dissing it. Uh, so maybe, oh man, do I give it a nudge? I did like oh, the yeah, beginning. Oh, yeah, of course. He gives it a nudge. He's got no clue. <laughs> you get the tea. Well, yeah, the, I always get the tea well, from that, Alex in every underrated song well, that I like. No, but that's no. because I know Steve and I love Steve, and I felt like his potential is way better than that. This one is clean slate. I had no idea who the hell this guy is. So that's not fair. I had nothing to build upon. Uh, but I still think, yeah, let's maybe get rid of this one. Flush. <laughs> Uh... Yeah, Mark, you surprised me with this one. And it's not that it's bad. Um, I'm more questioning its seeding more than anything else. I would have maybe given this a nudge or a love as a five seed. but <laughs> It's a five wow. seed. <laughs> but man, yeah. a, number, yeah. a number one seed. I, I... Uh... Can you play it? No. You dare flush it? Hey, I yes, can't. I, I can't play. I, I can't play any of the solos I picked. <laughs> it's not that it's bad by any means. It's it's a great solo in a great song, but there's something. It's something bumpy about the the like when we got to the top of the mountain. I was a little disappointed yeah. by the view. That's all. He yeah. just slides down so smoothly with the keyboards. It's so lush. No, it's it is good. I can't deny that it is good. Unlike, yeah, that's fine. I definitely felt like it's a stretch for a number one pick. I just couldn't put Van Halen at number one. Just because no, that's no, I, I understand. Yeah, I understand that too. That's fair, Chris. Uh, yeah, this is I, probably going to be an obvious choice for me. Uh, yeah, cue up the big kaboom. Yeah, this one ends up at the bottom. Ouch. Does it? Yes, it is. We'll see. Yeah, well, I'll have to do the math a, and I figure mean, out what I, I can I, use I, my teeth. Right, I liked your, uh, I mean that little that little spiel from the uh, as far as uh, from the the leader of the band, right? Yeah, as far as uh, as far as the as far as writing music, I think his philosophy on yeah, as far as what music is, I thought that was interesting. But the song, no, I. It's funny, funny when you started it up. I'm like, what the hell is this weird kind of goofy stuff? And I like soil work. I mean, I, I mean, I I like what they do in that. We company. saw them I, live, yeah. Yeah, which was great. Uh, and I think there was some night flight stuff that you did that uh, showed me that w- that was pretty cool. But here it just I don't know that solo. Yeah, it did nothing for me. It's like yeah, okay, bye. Yeah. All right. It, goodbye. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, All right. Yeah. Let's bring it on over. About any further? We'll bring <laughs> it on over to Chris's first, not his first seed, but the first one he presented to us, which was yeah, North Shore by the Rippingtons, Mark. Uh, this is a cool one. I think this is a, a you know, stocks on the bump. Uh, I don't know that I would thrilled to, to, I need to go out and listen to the entire Rippingtons catalog, but uh, I want to hear more. And I, I thought this was a, a pretty underrated uh, pick, so I like it a lot. Yeah, this one I didn't really care for that much. Oh, man. Maybe, Alex, maybe. Alex, boy, he's gotten rid of the knife and the, the a, axe. He's gone straight to the Gatling cannon. It just, right. I just maybe, I, I don't know, maybe it was because it was the first one presented. I, I guess I appreciated the mood 
but I don't know, just some of the wankery I wasn't a, a big fan of. So yeah, I'm gonna have to flush this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> And Kev. <laughs> hey, hey. No, 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 no. I used my tea. And Chris, I appreciate you introducing me to something new. This is something I never would have found outside this show. I'm giving this one a love. Nice. Very well. All right. Let's okay. bring it on over to my number one pick. Let's see if some revenge gets thrown back, or maybe we could be fair and be objective. Uh, <laughs> or maybe not. Or maybe not. Ozzy Osbourne, No More Tears, Zach Wilde. What do we think? Mark? Uh, probably my third favorite uh, Ozzy guitarist. So uh, it's a great example of a solo. I don't know that I can get past. Well, I mean, it is a grid moment in time. I just don't I don't find myself connecting to it so well. I think it just gets a nudge. It's definitely, a, a you know, I have to pay respect to this. I just don't know if I love it. All right. Kev? Yeah, I'm going to say... No, I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give this a love. I'm gonna right, give okay. this a love. I, this was another one where I reached the top of the mountain. I was slightly I I didn't think this was gonna be your pick, Alex. I didn't know what was gonna be. This is definitely a good solo, but I don't know. I was as, wait, a I was for, as a number one as a number one seed, I don't know. Yeah, I was I was waiting it? for something to be just blown away. I don't know. That's it though. I was waiting for Kevin to get ejected out of his chair. Yeah, secret button right here. I've kind of noticed through the through the through listening that you uh, there's more. You guys are more on the shred tip, and my stuff is more like bluesy like feeling wise and not saying is, either either one is wrong you guys don't have taste why did you know? <laughs> say that no. yeah, i was saying that earlier i just all bet you all pick shred solos i don't like shredding i don't yeah I'm, well i'm surprised at that. that too because i i think that actually this ozzy zach solo aside I, I from the mean, beginning is a I lot mean, more shred than anything i should have said i should have said more well, his is more like pentatonic bluesy, where your, your guys' stuff is a little yeah, bit more prog and technical and gets into like the different kind of scales, is I think what I meant to say. Okay. I don't know. Uh, no, I'm, I'm still giving it a love. There's, there's, yeah. I, I, I think the solo is great, but it's like, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Like, I, I didn't realize it's going to be a number one kind of yeah. deal. Uh, but I get why let's you see, would we put still it got there. one more to see where this yeah, one goes. Yeah, it's more pretty highly rated right now. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely yeah, this what, what, is definitely a good. rock star solo. I mean, it's not something that's yeah. gonna challenge the mind, but that's what I love about it. I mean, it's just I can't yeah, get yeah, this is just yeah, big, big love for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's yeah. bring it on over to Mark's jazz pick Pat Matheny uh, Minuano. Yep. Is that how you say that? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I'll give this one a nudge. I, I I respect Pat. I don't know him that well. I know his name. I know he is up there in the jazz guitar world. Uh, maybe I need to be more of a jazz guy to really appreciate it. But it looked cool. It sounded good. So I'll give it a nudge. <laughs> Kev. Uh, I'm going to be pulling out the wallet. This is going to be my buy for the night. Oh, thank you. Wow. Green the money there is nothing like when somebody brings something that you don't know before and mark it's like you said that head exploding gif this was that moment tonight where i'm just like 
Oh man, how have I not seen this video before? That's it's exactly what I was thinking. Quit type of level of skills. Yes, and sure. I, I, I love seeing that, and it's just, oh man, just just seeing somebody just so in sync with the band, so in sync with the guitar, and just just going wherever they want. Obviously, you know, I appreciate that, and having not been familiar with this beforehand, and just seeing it, man, it just I just want to pull it up again and watch it. That's what it makes me want to do. And just as an aside, that whole album, Still Life, with Last Train Home, Last Train Home is just a tears pouring from the Niagara Falls level of <laughs> just like that song. And if you love the 80s, you know, you can find something to like in this album. Okay. But uh, yeah, let's see where Chris is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll give this a uh, a love. I mean, I don't know if I'll necessarily listen to it again, but I just appreciate the hell out of it. It's such a, it's fascinating from a, just a, a unique it's not like it's not shredding like what you when you think of the definition of threading like a mab or whatever i mean this is this is real kind of yeah like even a lot of shredders i doubt could inflect like pat metheny does on a especially on that kind of guitar and a jazz bag that takes a real level and dedication yeah to that type mm-hmm. of music definitely and, talented yeah. for sure as, as uh, an aside too uh there was a when chris and i saw metallica in milwaukee a couple of years ago and uh we were driving back home to chicago and we always like whenever we go to concerts to play something a little bit different than uh, what we had just heard. And coming back from Metallica, we were absolutely cranking the Pat Metheny. You're right. I do remember and, that. And we were flying through just these side roads coming back to uh, uh, Chicago area. And uh, I got pulled over. You did. And the cop probably thought we were like drunk or stoned or just like cranking or whatever. No, we're just vibing the Pat Metheny. <laughs> I want to get home. We're tired. Incredible. That's good stuff. All right. Let's move it on over to another Mark pick. This is going to be Brian Brian May, Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. Got to give this a big love. Fantastic song. And uh, again, less is more. Not doing anything crazy. I know, I I guess you can make that argument about the Dirty Diana, but I just, I I think it was, it worked a little better here. So that's why I'm going to give this one a love. Kev? Uh, I, I'll give it a love, too. Talk about playing to a, a song and picking your moment. Uh, this is definitely a huge uh, example of that. Okay. And uh, Chris? Um, yeah, this is uh, not as passionate as you guys. I mean, I love the song uh, in general. I mean, just as far as all the guys working together and just Freddie on the piano. I mean, all that. Uh, uh, but Brian Sully, it's that's the one thing that doesn't necessarily stand out for me. Um I, but I respect yeah, the, the simplicity of it uh, within the context of the song, uh, but I'll probably just give it a nudge out of respect. That's what the nudge is for. Yeah. yeah right. I can't get rid of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not okay. enough to keep it around. Yeah. Or keep it in as big as you guys have kind of put it okay. up there. All right. Let's bring it on over to Queensryche. Best I can. Mark. Kevin's pick, but Mark. Uh, uh, flush. I don't know. As confused as he was with Night Flight Orchestra being up there, I mean, I guess I can at least give him credit for not putting it at number one. But it is kind of like that. Why? That's uh, that's what I get. I get the same same feeling from that well, one. Well, 
Oh, that's under- I understand that, actually. Well, this one is actually going to be a Stocks on the Rise solo for me. Uh, I mean, oh. I, I have said this is like my favorite Queensryche song, but for some reason I hadn't heard it in a while, and I never really focused on the solo that much. And then Kevin mentioning that he was soloing over 7-8 uh, won me over a little bit more. I don't think I really timed that out when I normally listen to this song. So this one's going to get a big love for me, uh, right? And, you know, of course, you know, you watch that the Operation Live Crime and you see how cool they look and the guitars. So uh, that helps. I know that's not what I should be judging off of. I should list, judge it off of the clip that was played. <laughs> What's in front of us. What's in front of us. But That's uh, okay, Alex. You're redeeming yourself. Big love. Bit. Big love on this one. <laughs> big love. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, Me, I think. Chris, Chris yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll give this, uh, I'll give it a nudge. Um I I like the subtle wah playing on there, and it uh, with I mean I always liked that was Chris DeGarmo, right? He was the yes. yeah yeah I always liked his lead playing. Uh, I know this is a deeper cut, but I no I, I I'll give it. There's always some atmosphere to what he does. You kind of I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a a little bigger nudge. Yeah, not quite a love, but yeah, a nice big nudge. <laughs> right. And we'll bring it over to my pick, the second Warren, which. Who, who, who's Warren Solo is going to come out on top? We'll see. Mark, you're in trouble. What do you think? <laughs> it's got an uphill battle from here because this <laughs> one's getting the tea. Oh, the tea. no. I swear to God, this is not a, re- a venge tea. I just don't know why this this is in the category of I'm not sure why this is on here. I love this solo. I think I it's love great. Warren. I, I think Lay It Down is, is the pick for Warren. I think there's more going on in this one, but that's fair. You know, whatever. It's not one of their biggest songs, so I get it. It's kind of like a dirty uh, Diana move for me, I suppose. So, you know, that's fair. (laughs) Doesn't work. Maybe it didn't work tonight. All right, just move on. Just move on. Sorry, Kev. Yeah. It's not that it's bad. I just don't, I'll be honest, don't remember it. That's fair. So it's going to get the flush. That's fair. Yeah, I think this is going to kind of be a unanimous thing here. Um, and I feel, I mean, I love the song, uh, but the solo feels like a less developed version of my pick. Uh, so I got to flush it, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Though I will say, Alex. It's the first record. He was still growing, maybe. I, I will say I appreciate you pulling something like this I out. I like the deep cut, Rat. Yeah, uh, a, yeah I, I appreciate yeah, like, the deep I, I cut the song. song. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I, I appreciate the deep cut, like, album. Like, I know a lot of people know the album, too, but, you know, it's not their biggest one, as far as I know. But I, I definitely appreciate pulling that out. All right. We'll bring it on over to Chris's pick, La Via Strangiato, Mark. Uh... I'm not an Alex Lifeson fan, even though Bravado is a great solo. It is, but this did impress me. Like, it really, it's something I haven't heard in a long time. I'm only an 80s Rush fan, so I don't really dig into this era too much. But what I heard really impressed me. I mean, I've heard this before, but uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I think it might be biased a little bit by uh, Neil's playing, which is so out of this world during the solo. So it may take a little bit away from it, uh, but I will give this a love. All right, and since I can't pick any of my own, and I feel bad that I didn't put an Alex, I, I couldn't choose, and uh, I'm glad somebody put this. So this is going to be my buy tonight. Kev. I have a feeling I know where this is going. Um, I'm going to give this a strong love as well. Um, it must have been 
It may have been 10 years since I've heard this solo, or at least the original version off the record, and it brought me right back, and probably maybe my most impressed I've been with Alex. Not that he's a bad guitar player by any means. Great stuff, great rhythm player. Not always a fan of his solos, honestly. Um, but this one, boy, it really takes the cake. So mm-hmm. give a big love for me. Guys, number three in Rush. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Well, here's, so. here's the thing. Yeah. Here's a little story. I remember my dad, and my dad's a way bigger Rush fan than he is a Van Halen fan. But he, he would oft, often say, Alex is the best guitar player ever. And he's not as flashy, but if you think about all the different styles that that guy could play, I mean, especially once he started getting into the 80s and he was playing yeah. a lot of these weird, like, ska kind of yeah almost like and uh andy sumner's kind of stuff i mean and his solos are they're hard to play i mean yeah, i i are. really yeah. think sometimes i mean he's up he's very much right. an underrated player and his tone is huge i mean three guys and he makes that big of a sound but anyway i digress let's move on over steven wilson kevin's pick regret number nine mark uh this one is i understand why it was number one i respect it at number one uh i prefer the other solo was it drive home yeah was the one yeah i I prefer that as a solo um i'm really stuck in between a nudge and a love um i guess i will give it a nudge and just defer to everyone else i like it a lot i just want to see what other people think going first is hard (laughs) on this one it's already a number one seed, so like I know yeah, it has the respect yeah. it deserves. I, I'm going to do the same. I will say Kevin has made me a Stephen Wilson fan. Uh, just more, more Steve and his songwriting. He has got me into him and his remixes and just him as a guy. So I appreciate that. And this is this solo will make me kind of like a Sfogli. It's going to make me check out Guthrie Govan, but right now I'm having a little trouble remembering how it goes. But I'm going to give it a nudge of respect because, uh, it, you know, I'm sure it's right. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to th- uh, think. I I like this. I will say I like this more than the Sfogli solo. I know Mark's probably thinking sacrilege right now, but uh, yeah, I do. It did. Hit, it, yeah, it did hit me a little bit more. I'm I'm trying to figure out whether or not to change one of my. Uh, uh, loves for a buy though. I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I, Thinking about it was fine. I'm like, I, I realized I didn't meet, I didn't use one of my buys. You know what I think we I'm going to do? We'll do that. Don't worry about it. You can okay. give us what you want. You want to change something later because we're going to kind of have a long jam up here, up on gotcha. the top. So Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, right now I'll give it a, uh, a big, uh, a big love. Yeah. I thought it was very, yeah, a very filling solo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And wrap it up with my first seed or my, my last pick, uh, the next, my Sharona Mark. Uh, what a slap in the face this solo was. This is a song I have heard one zillion times at one zillion sporting events, and they never played the solo. What a solo. Boy, uh, stock on the rise with this one. I probably wouldn't be buying it if it weren't the five seed, because that might weight it a little too heavy. But uh, this is my buy. This is something that uh, I'm going to have to go back to and listen to again. It's definitely, it comes out of the back. Nobody really talks about it, but that's fine. No. Anyway, uh, Kev. Yeah, Alex, um, again, the boys. Talk about some of these five seeds bringing in the stuff that people have not heard before. And just five seeds may be where the magic is sometimes, except for mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, What was yours? 
Queen's Reich, yeah. Oh, um, anyway, but uh, Alex, huge love. Big stocks on the rise for this one. Um, yeah, like pretty much exactly what Mark said. I can't buy it, but man, this is one I'd not heard and, and really want to listen to again. All right, and Chris. Yeah, this is another one I'm struggling because I really, really like this. Uh, just because it's it comes out of nowhere. I think, like Mark said, it's it, it's a solo that it's put out in a genre that you don't really see this type of virtuosity. Uh, uh, I don't know. If it's my favorite. So I, like, I want to buy it, but I don't. Uh, as far as buying it for the right reason, though, where I'm buying it more because of what it is, not necessarily that I I really like it as much as some of the other ones. Uh, I think I'll still I'll stick with a very big love for right now, and maybe I'll uh, I'll switch it around. Okay, that gives us an absolute logjam at the top here. Uh, We have Rush, La Vila Strangiato. Help me out this one, La Vila Strangiato, yeah. (laughs) La Vila Strangiato with the consensus number one solo of all time. But then we have Van Halen, 5150. We have Ozzy Osbourne, No More Tears. We have Pat Metheny, Minwano. And we have The Next, My Sharona, filling out the top five for the greatest. Uh, so we have a four-way tie at number 10. So how do we want to do this? Do we want to reorder or do we want to re-go over these top five and give them loves uh, or buys? Or, you know, what do, what do we want to do to break this tie? Because a four-way at 10 is pretty tough to break up here. Uh, I think I know which one I want to buy, but I know it wasn't... At least for a couple of you guys, it wasn't the favorite. Um, thinking back now, just how much, as far as a guitar player, just remembering that song. Uh, again, it's not very innovative, but I just love the vibe uh, vibe of it. I think I might buy No More Tears. I think that was that was always a moment for me. Like when I would get to that part of the song where my I could feel like my and my blood starting to pump. Uh, I know you guys don't might not feel the same way, uh, but that was just maybe just the shallow part of me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any yeah. other changes on that one? Uh, anybody got changes on Pat Metheny, the Knacks, uh, fifty-one fifty. I like. You get a free extra. We could, we could do two buys. Remember, we were talking about two buys and two terminates. We decided not to throw out yeah. a second buy. You can use it on one of these songs. Oh, so you're giving us two buys? Yes. Everyone gets two buys. We're gonna re-go through oh. this and out of these, out of any okay. of these songs. So it might prob- bump up some. It's just to kind of break up the logjam okay. here. What's your uh, second buy? Um, I think I'll buy uh, the knack <laughs> then, because yeah, just okay. for its sheer yeah, just uniqueness. So so that's a buy for me for no more tears and a buy for uh, the knack. Okay, I am going to second buy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I don't know. Someone else go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to second buy 5150. I already bought Pat Metheny. Yep. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> you got to change something? 5150. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I got to switch. As much as I like the neck, I, as far as just pure love, yeah, I got to give it to Chris keeps forgetting about it, but every time right. it pops it's in, it's fine. Mind, we got to break like this, this up. All right. Yeah, let's so that's so I'm getting that set in stone. Well, yeah. we, we kind of have our winner already. 5150 is leading right now, but yeah, I don't know if I would buy. I mean, I love the solo. I, I just I don't know if I would bump. I feel from guilty a, not not buying the neck, but I but it just as far just every time I think of the 5150 solo, it's like, yeah, wow, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is an adolescent kind of. Yeah, just yeah. Hey, I have more ties to VH than the neck, so you're not hurting me. I'm just glad yeah. that people liked it. But um, yeah. what other one? 
The only thing I could really see myself changing, to be honest, is bumping my dream theater another day from a nudge to a love, but that doesn't really change the top five, really. But I could see myself doing that. I changed that. It doesn't change anything. Um, maybe I'll go with a buy... Um, this is a good one here. We're really uh, <laughs> like burning the calories here. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably bump Stephen Wilson to a love. Try to break it up. Uh, I'm not looking at the scores here. I will bump Stephen Wilson to a love. I don't think that changes the top. Uh, so do we have? A, so do we have? So do we have a tie? Or well, so what do we have? Four that are what? A neck and neck or what? We have two that are tied. Fifty-one fifty is top here. Uh, I, you know what? I guess I gotta buy Rush. I gotta do it. That that solo is is just a really good one. It's so dynamic. Yeah, I, it's got to be my second buyout out of the rest of these here. Does that push it to? Uh... That will push it to a tie with fifty-one fifty. Oh. Uh, we still got to break up four and five as well. Four and five being. Kev, well, have three... you used both your buys yet, or just one? I've He's used, used both, both buys. Yes. Oof. Did okay, I did so I buy two? You bought two. Uh, you bought one. Sorry, you only bought one. Yeah, you could break things up here. Ah, shoot. You know what I should have. We done know what I'm going to do then. As far as breaking the tie, doing like a like a three question thing. I wonder if I have any questions for the uh, whoever well, gets, you know, gets like another another buy or something. Yeah. Oh, you know, we can just do a vote one versus the other. We'll we'll break up the ties yeah. with tiebreakers. So let, let Alex buy his second. I want to pick Warren because I love Warren, but I also almost want to try something different here. Uh, oh man, this is tough. Yeah, that's really good tough. List. I kind of want to just leave it. Can I just leave it how I have it? You, you gotta have a second buy. Yeah, our, yeah, our audi- our we all, we all, all the rest our, of us did. Our audience will be on pins and needles. All right, yeah. because <laughs> because my Warren pick did not go over well, I will, I'll put him up there because I think he needs to be up there. So I'll buy, lay it down as well. That puts him at number four. That breaks up that log jam. We need to decide the. Uh, we'll decide the the number five who makes it into the number five soon. Uh, yeah, let's do that first. So between Pat Metheny, Minwano, between Stephen Wilson, Regret Number Nine, and between the next My Sharona, um, let's do this. Let's pick two each. We'll start with that. Let's eliminate one. I pick Pat Metheny and Stephen Wilson. Chris, uh, I'll do. So I get two picks. Yeah, pick two of these three. Uh, I'll do. Um uh steven wilson and uh you said the knack right yep okay mm-hmm. yeah okay okay those are my two and, and what am i choosing out of so uh between pat Matheny, steven wilson and the knacks oh i'm gonna go the knack you gotta pick two out of the three you pick two out of the three oh, which other one do you okay. pick out of those three uh i'm gonna go with pat Hey, Kevin, pick I, two. I remember it more. Uh, I'm picking Pat and Stephen Wilson. Okay, so that eliminates the Knacks. Uh, no disrespect, that's a, 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 a great find of a solo for sure. Um, so that leaves Pat Matheny and uh, Stephen Wilson head-to-head. Uh, how can we break up this, too? Uh, they 
Pat Metheny got a buy. Wait Wilson a minute. Did not get a buy. I'm confused, though. Look at Stephen Wilson. It's got two loves and a nudge, where the knack has two loves and a buy. Uh, because Kevin ranked it number one. Number that's one the difference. seed has more. So that's Kevin voting without him actually voting, because he would just buy it, right? Oh. So the seeding matters. Ah. So had you put, let me just show you if I hit seed number one for the knack. Now it's a 14. So because you seeded at five, ah. that's assuming that you would have just been like a nudge, you know, to set it this way. It's stupid to vote on your own solos because you're just going to love them. Yeah, so. right, right. So Man, I should have bumped it. I should have swapped it you with you're in trouble. It would have worked, yeah. Uh, so we got to decide between Pat Metheny and Stephen Wilson. Um, maybe just instead of voting, we could just debate this. Um, I mean, they're both great guitarists. I'm going to back up Pat. I, you know, you know it, because it's Kevin versus me. Essentially, it's it's up to you. It's up to Alex and Chris. Yeah. The, the uh, only Stephen Wilson for me. Yeah, they got three. Govan Go Solo. I thought was yeah pretty cool. Um, here's a here's a question. Yeah. I, I know we're running a real late here, but. Could you play the Guthrie Govan solo one more time? Maybe just play him like again real quick. Or is that going to take too much time? I can play just like the excerpt of Pat. Yeah, just play, just play, just play, just play like a little bit of both. I, I'm trying Alex, to. Alex, you got to jump into the sync video first. So play, play uh, Guthrie. Sure. Let me pull that up. All right, go ahead. I, I, I'm in now. Okay. <clears throat> Pat is ready. Let's skip to this. It's hard to judge. So they're, they're, they're great. I, I, I won't but they're for so different how reasons. Loose they play. I, I hear mm -hmm. a lot of Eddie and some Neil shown, especially when you're getting into that strat tone with Guthrie, but it's got more replay value for me. That's the one I would go back to. So I'm going to pick Guthrie on this one. Okay. That settles the number five. Pat Matheny booted out of the list. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> unceremoniously okay. uh, for I, Warren D. Martini it, and Rat. I was a winner. <laughs> what is was that a, doing here? I was <laughs> a winner Warren, either way on. because I bought Pat and <laughs> Stephen Wilson was my number oh, one. God. So what is it worked Rat doing in the top? Wait, five? are you telling me Lay It Down is in the top five? I <laughs> like that solo. Like, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I thought You're in Trouble is more unique. But hey, that's that's just me. It's a lesser known track, so maybe it hurts it. I don't know. That's All fair. Right, I'm gonna. I'm going to give uh, Stephen Wilson a boost, an artificial boost, just to get it in the right seed here. Um, hang on. Okay. Um, yeah, so, it, so it's yeah. Stephen Wilson. Uh, we got to decide the top solo of all time between 5150 and uh, what was it again? Rush. Livia Strangia. Ooh, Someone okay. else take this from me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pick. 
I'm going to pick Alex Lavia on that one. As yeah, much as I love here. Eddie, um, as much as I love Eddie, and as much as as important he was, uh, I think I gotta go with Al. I gotta represent yeah. him in there. Same here. I yeah, fifty one fifty, obviously. Uh, oh, yeah, Lavia Strand is just such a personal solo. Uh, this is this is not player. working because <laughs> I, I'm gonna, gonna be picking one fifty one fifty. So we're tying. Okay. So we should, do we call it a tie? Should we give participation trophies? Everybody wins. Yeah. No. They both got two buys and a, a love. They're both two seeds. They're, it's as close as it gets. It is as close as it gets. I mean, fifty-one fifty is less influential. I don't know. They're both not very influential. They're both kind of like culminations of their bodies of work. And should we have our audience vote? <laughs> should I be at this way? Who wants to we put it for the dad vote? <laughs> What would he pick? Well, He'd pick Rush. He would oh, pick yeah. Rush. He would pick the Rush for Not sure. Not a Van Halen fan. And so should, should, I wonder, mm. is your dad up right now? Do you think he would... Uh, do, do we do, do, we do the late. phone phone a friend? No, nah, I think <laughs> yeah, dad's up. Let's do it. Let's call, call. Let's yeah, call are you him. doing it? Call him up right I'm now. Calling. I, I, I would lay money on the fact right. that he would pick Rush because I'm pretty sure he put it in. Yeah, he'll be our tiebreaker. Sometimes uh, he's surprising. He said Eruption was a good solo the other day. So. I'm pretty sure he put it in the he did. the thing of text. Yeah, he did. Also, I will so. say, he, he mentioned a solo that I'm not the biggest fan of in there. Hello? Hey, uh, we need you to settle a dispute live on air. Do you have a minute? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, we're figuring out the number one solo of all time, and it is between Van Halen's 5150 and Rush's La Vila Stradigato. <laughs> um, which one do you pick as the tiebreaker? Van Halen or uh, Alex Lifeson? I would probably pick Lifeson. Oh. There it is. Okay. That's what there we thought. Is. That's what we predicted. He gets the boost, he gets the, the bonus point. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> so <laughs> simple. Just there we go. He just comes. He just comes that's, in. Oh, I think I'd pick Alex. Good night. Yeah. All right, I love it. That's good. that's gonna be the highlight Thank of tonight's you. show. Yeah, just the awkward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. What the hell do you guys want? No. Uh, <laughs> Al getting right. the love. I love it. He, so we got. Gets, so do we have a winner? He gets we the do. bonus point. It is Rush uh, wins fifty-one fifty. Number two, Ozzy Osbourne. No more tears. Lay it down, by rat. <laughs> and it is Stephen Wilson. Regret number one. You know, uh, I really don't feel great about lay it down being that high now. <laughs> It's just it's what so was. Good. It was just what was brought to the table. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love the solo. It's great. I gave it a big love. But what is it? Number three. It's number, number four. four. Uh, hey, I love Warren. Uh, I'll throw it in there. Not not my. Really need to be about Pat. Chris, why don't you make the decision? Pat Matheny and Milano, <laughs> or is it uh, is it Warren Demartini and Lay It Down from Rad? It was your yeah. pick. It if you can concede it. it. You're sticking to it? All right, he sticks to it. We got Rat on the list. Good. That'll be a head scratcher. No, it. why didn't I pick it? I wish I picked a CC we should, solo we should now, pick. and that would have gotten the top five. We should but ping we this to do... uh, Warren. Does Warren have a, uh, have a Twitter or Facebook? We should no, ping the... I think uh... he's pretty much off the grid. 
Is he? Okay. All right. Well, we we will have. I will plan on ordering these. You're putting the top seven, so that also includes Pat Metheny and the Knacks and the top five being. So the final order, Rush. Somebody else say the name. Um, Dio Strangiata. Yeah. Uh, 5150 by Van Halen, Zach Wilde with Ozzy Osbourne and No More Tears, Warren D. Martini, Rat and Lay It Down, and Stephen Wilson. Uh, somebody refresh me on that name. Guthrie Govan. Guthrie Govan. <laughs> regret number nine being the Light the Sky top five solos of all time. We'll try to clean this up a little bit for you next time. It's the first one, but thanks for listening to this whole show. Maybe you'd just rather read the blog post, but we'll be back at you with Queen next week. Good night.